Hey everyone, before the episode, I've got a little uh, public service announcement. Uh, after we recorded this episode, the Department of Interior pub, uh, published a an announcement for a public hearing for what they're calling Temporary Wildlife Special Action Request WSA 21-01 regarding caribou and moose in Units 23 and 26A. Now, this is a proposal that if, in, if, if passed by the Federal Subsistence Board would say it would make the regulations federal public lands are closed to the harvest of caribou and moose from August 1st through September 30th, 2021, except by federally qualified subsistence users hunting under these regulations. Now, if you're wondering, if you're wondering what a federally qualified subsistence user is, you're not one. (laughs) Now, uh, basically any non-resident of Alaska would not be able to hunt there during that time period, which coincides perfectly that August 1st through September 30th is the non-resident caribou season. And um, even Alaska residents that live in one of the nine defined as as non-rural areas cannot uh, cannot qualify for that either. So um, basically, what this does is between during that fall hunting season limits the entire almost sixty million acres of federal land in in those two units to locals only. Now. Um, a proposal like this is pretty drastic, so you would think that maybe there's something going on with the caribou herd or something like that. But uh, for bullet points, you know, uh, according to the 2019 survey info, they estimated the herd at 244,000 animals with a uh, harvest goal of 10 to 14,000 or even a little more, arguably. And over the last uh, over the last 20 years, um, the subsistence harvest they figure is around 10,000 animals, 12,000 maybe, on average. And the in the last five years specifically, the non-subsistence or non-qualified user, non-local, um, are only taking 250 caribou on average. So it's it adds up to like two to three percent of the total harvest is from non-locals and. Um, this proposal from an advisory council out there is trying to lock everything up away from non-locals. And uh, the herd really seemed, I mean, according to all the information, seems to be doing good. The only, it's its considered in a conservative decline is the management language uh, used. And the only reason it's its in that instead of a more liberal, um, a more liberal harvest and uh and less stringent management level is because the the they say that the cow survival has been like 78% and which is kind of low it's a little lower than they wanted and that's a driver for caribou herds um and talking to fishing game out in Kotzebue they they suggested or said that they think the reason for that could be that they because they they track these cows and their mortality by co- radio collaring and they think that they may have just collared a bunch of older cows. There's no age structure or documentation when they collar a cow. They just look for a mature cow with a calf is what I was told. So um, really there doesn't seem to be any logical reason to, to reduce the harvest in this manner, specifically because it's not even reducing the harvest in any significant number. Um, you're talking about 2%. Um, what it boils down to is a, it seems to boil down to is a sentiment to, uh, wanting to keep non-locals out of the, out of the area, which I can get it. I can understand. And, and the subsistence users need to be looked after and made sure that they, they have what they need. But this seems to be more of a people conflict issue 
than any kind of like actual wildlife conservation issues. So um, I will post a link to an article I just had published with a lot more detail on it on OutdoorLife.com, and it has links to the 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 Western Arctic Herds Caribou Working Group management plan and um, the most recent newsletter from them that details all these population numbers and what's going on. So you can kind of you can kind of take a look at it and make up your own mind. And I will also post a uh, the the hearing announcement or a link to the hearing announcement in the show notes with the public hearing information. Basically, you know, you, we get all this all this propaganda about issues like Anwar, which really, as far as hunters are concerned, you know, and you have all these organizations speaking out, and really, the impact to hunters is pretty minimal compared to something like this that will lock up sixty million acres effectively. Um, to anybody who's not a local. So what they have, they don't have any any method for public comment listed except for a teleconference public hearing on Friday, April 23rd, 2021 from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. or until the end of public participation, and that's Alaska time. So they give a number and a passcode, so you essentially call in to this meeting and and give your input. Now that's it seems a little sketchy and a little um and I don't know it's it's just a little st- it stinks a little bit it seems awfully restrictive for such for such a a, a an issue that's going to impact a ton of outfitters and air taxis and and people that that just want to come hunt up there when there's a perfectly huntable um um sustainable population so what I would also do is there's a there is a a listing for a acting policy coordinator um, and email to get in touch and phone number to get in touch with them. And I would, I would also contact them to ask if there's, if you can get any more, any more public input options because it's really pretty limited and that could be by design. I don't know. Anyway, I'll quit talking your ear off about this. So go look into it and uh, make sure your voice is heard because you know, there's a lot of a lot of issues that people like to make a lot of noise about, but this one really would have a pretty big effect and set a precedent um, that is not not going to be a good one for hunters. Any anybody who wants to hunt in Alaska. This episode of Tundra Talk is brought to you by Frontier Outfitters. You've heard us mention them on the podcast before, and if you're in Fairbanks or you're going to be coming through Fairbanks for a fishing, hunting, or camping trip, it's a great place to stop and get what you need. It's a locally owned Fairbanks business that I've been shopping at since I came up here, and really it's the type of sporting goods store you would hope to find in a place like Fairbanks. They've got a ton of hunting, fishing, trapping, and camping supplies, including backpacking meals and stoves, clothing, real rain gear, good footwear, including mountain hunting boots like Loa, rubber boots like Extra Tufts and Lacrosse, and they also have a great selection of guns, ammo, shooting and hand-loading supplies, and even muzzle-loading stuff. Now, they also carry a wide variety of fishing and dip netting equipment to tackle just about any fish Alaska has to offer. In Century Hardware downstairs, you'll be able to find a big selection of marine, snow machine, and ATV supplies like ramps, hitches, gun boots, um, good gas jugs, not the junk you find everywhere else, and all sorts of odds and ends for your boat or anything else you could need, and of course, whatever hardware you might find yourself in need of. In fact, it's one of those stores that you'll usually end up leaving with more than you planned on buying because they're really good at finding and stocking things that you just didn't realize you needed until you saw them. Frontier Outfitters is located in the Gavor Mall on 3rd and Old Steese in Fairbanks, as well as Century Hardware out in North Pole. It's a great store, so next time you're gearing up, get on down there and tell them you heard about it on Tundra Talk.
This episode of Tundra Talk is also brought to you by Hedgecock Group Real Estate, a local brokerage that can cover your real estate needs in the Fairbanks area, whether it's residential, commercial, or just undeveloped property. The Hedgecocks have been active in the Fairbanks and North Pole real estate market since the early 80s and have put together a team that really reflects the diverse needs of homebuyers in interior Alaska. With a brokerage team made up of multi-generation Fairbanks locals, transplants, and military veterans, they really understand the unique aspects of living in the interior and what that means when it comes to shopping for a home in general, buying land to build a home, and they also understand the situations that many military members are in when needing to buy or sell a home in Fairbanks. This is really a unique place to live, and whether it's learning why some houses have water-holding tanks instead of wells, how much it'll cost to heat a given house, or just what recreational opportunities are close by, they're here to help you. More than simply acquiring or building a piece of property, they can help you find the right property in the right place and help you learn from their experience. The Hedgecock Group offices are on Noble Street in Fairbanks, and if you want to get in touch with them, visit www.fairbanksakhomes.com. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. I've only been telling you for 108 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're still using an action packer for the table. So. Well, whatever. <laughs> we need right. we need a big table with a live edge. Yeah, that's all right. We can just write like a chalkboard table where you can just write all the notes yeah. right on the table. Yeah. <clears throat> Before you know it, someone's drawn dongs and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> right? There's all sort of nudie pictures going on and shit getting left. You come back the next day and you're like, who the hell was here late? <laughs> but I digress. Welcome back to Tundra Talk, everybody. Um, I'm Tyler Friel, sitting down today in, uh, uh, in the clinic with Dr. Frank Schultz. Got Temple Dillard of Temple's Long Tails and Fur. Thank Hit you. him up on Facebook. Thank you very much. Across from me. And uh, Derelict Angler himself. <laughs> <laughs> Nick the Fisherman. But uh, no, yeah, we're in another second episode. We back in the in the in the doctor's office. I like the I like you got your bowl from last year put up. Yeah. I finally got those. Hangs, I don't know what they're called. Hangers? Something to hang, Antlers? hang those. No. no, hang those things up with. Looks nice. Yeah, I like the. I like the. I like this kind for the sheep heads, and those, those ones are pretty cool for the euro mounts to hang them up. Those I was are a little the skull hookers over there. Yeah, and then those are some other kind. It's like you put it in there. It's got a string on it, and you pull the piece out and thread another piece into it, and. I'd pump your product, but I can't remember what they're called. <laughs> but I put, I bought two, one for that one, because I had just fashioned like one of those bike hook things. I cut it off partially, yeah, and had that jammed in the back of it for years. So I've just when been I brought them back down here. I just put that those bought those things. are pretty cheap, and uh, we got to work on that. Get some acoustic panels in here. <laughs> I just need to kill more shit. <laughs> These animals from the acoustic animals. <laughs> oh man! But uh, any progress yeah, on our on our bears getting tanned? Yeah, I'm sure they'll be done in a couple months. Nice, nice. Yeah, 
It seems like quick turnaround. Last time we sent stuff last yeah, year or whatever, as long it was as we get on it right? fast. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, once it's sent, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Almost a year later, we get around to sending the stuff. But yeah. whatever, better late than never. Well, so that's not that's the only thing. I still got plenty of bear. I still got to clean out the rest of the meat. You know, make sausage from the stuff from last year and all that stuff. Yep. I've still got a bit of that left, to, but that'll be perfect fuel for summertime. Exactly. I've got a grill on the way. Nice. Yeah. Found one. Yeah, yeah. They Camp Chef called me and we got it all squared away That's and everything. Awesome. Yeah, they they they're they're really good customer service, awesome. For sure. Yeah. Um I'll be psyched to get a grill. They don't have any grills right now. Everything's like they don't have any productions down and everything's Jeez. back ordered and everything, but they're mm. they're going to have a bunch of grills here real soon within the next couple of weeks. So they better it's getting to be that time of year well, it's well they do have grills like you can go around town in a couple of different stores here and get camp chef grills but they didn't have the one that i what i wanted and yep. the places in town kind of it was kind of surprising i was like well just order me you know if this is what i want order it oh well we make our orders a month ago and we can't order anything else and i was like um that's how does the right how answer does that, okay yeah that's i was like huh that's weird it wasn't the reaction that i was anticipating getting so went right to right talk to tyler we went right to the source yeah. <laughs> i tried no. to buy a havilon today and it was on order they didn't have any when i went to frontier but amazon yeah. has an, a havilon uh, i yeah. wanted it right now damn it i have trouble <laughs> with ordering on the internet i want it now otherwise i might talk myself out of it i don't know I would pick you for maybe a guy that would get a little carried away, like, oh, I just have to hit this button. Oh, what else do I want? I just ordered some. Uh, it could happen. I, I just got, I'm proud of myself a little bit. I, I'm on top of it. I just got new, like, uh, climbing stick straps. Nice. Because Preparation when I for was, a little bear. When I was peeling the tree stands down last year, I'm like, yeah, these, these straps are about 10 years old. <laughs> I just end up buying new ratchet straps every year, just buy a That's, four pack. Yeah, you know, I bought I bought the actual like <laughs> the smaller. I mean, you you'd use ratchet straps just yeah. fine, but uh, the just the pull tight ones, the pull tight ones. So I use them a bunch as well, and I could never get them tight enough. So once you climb up, you know, it, like after you climb up and down a couple it times, it loses, and then they make yeah. noise. Yeah, but I see what you're saying. Ratchet straps are if no loose situation. Any tree stands that I ever hang, <laughs> yeah. even with once the chain's on no. or the no, strap or whatever, yeah. I put a ratchet strap or two sometimes around them and just cinch them down. And yeah. Around the bottom. I mean, I'm all about doing that. I just The straps for my climbing sticks, they've been ripped out and, and put back enough yeah. times that I figured it was probably prudent to. Yep. I get a couple buddies that I sent that. You sent me a video, Nick, of that guy. Wherever that bow place, the bow hunting place is, that some guys make the cut and some guys don't. You know what I'm talking about? The guy's like real specific. You get dropped off the machine, oh. doesn't even stop. You jump out. Yeah. Tree stands never stay in the tree. You like yeah. climb up, put oh, your tree stand yeah, up. It was, it was, strictly bow hunting. You yeah. never sit down. You never put your bow down. Yeah. Your hands in your pocket staying warm, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But he's got hockey tape on yeah. all of his everything. That's I sent uh, it to a couple of buddies and I've gotten pictures the last couple of years like, White tail season's getting started, and he's like, I just bought 40 rolls of hockey tape, and I'm taping the shit out of everything that I've got. That's uh, Jim Hall in uh, the Edmonton Bozone is where he hunts. Right on. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty impressive watching that and just, like, seeing the whole program, how that I know, works. I know um, personally two people that have hunted with him, and uh, <coughs> they, 
you know, he sends them detailed shit beforehand. Like if 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 you're not okay with this, then don't don't um, even show don't up. even show up. <laughs> the one guy said that you know he usually ends up having to ask a person or two to leave. You know, it's like if you don't want to be a part of the program, mm-hmm. then you're not you're not welcome. <laughs> will you get, will you send somebody out into the woods that's educating the deer, and that's not what you want? Nope. You know, you want the guy. It seemed like the, what what I watched. It's like. Set up very specifically. You're harvesting specific deer in specific areas, and you're trying very hard not to educate these animals. He's a very serious whitetail hunter. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, before we get to there's two things. Well, I got three things, but one can be like inserted at some later point. Okay. Um, I do still have uh, I do still have some some large and extra large ram skull hoodies. And I think I have like one or two mediums left. So if you want one, get them because I think I've, I think we finally like caught up to the demand. At least you know every I've had uh, this last order for a little bit. So anyway, it'll probably be the last order of hoodies I make for the foreseeable future, maybe till next fall or something, unless uh, some crazy demand pops up. But if you want one, get one. Um, they're on the website tundertalkaka.com. Um, that and. Uh, I know we haven't really been doing the I shit myself segment <laughs> lately, but I do have a shitty story. <laughs> a um, shitty story, not a shit your pants story? No, it's bad, though. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> so, the way you're coming home, I'm like, oh, God, did somebody get hurt or something? No, 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 not, no. It's it's literally a shitty story. <clears throat> oh, it's pretty okay. bad. So uh, I'll just, I'll go ahead and, and, and crank this out. Uh, so I don't have a shit your pants story, nor have I ever nor have I ever, aside from when I was a wee lad in diapers, I used to work for an un, unnamed prominent airline company, in, I can't even read, airline company in Fairbanks, Seattle, and Cordova, against popular belief fed from a movie, my, a personal favorite of mine, there is no such thing as a Boeing bomb or space peanuts. I spent almost five years as a baggage handler, a ramprat, knuckle dragger, and it was one of the funnest jobs a guy could have. The pay at the time sucked, but it was an extremely flexible schedule where I could work as much as I wanted to and save up for my next trip, or I could work as little as possible and utilize the flight benefits. After no longer working there, it really sucked. Ha- sucks having to buy an, air- an actual airline ticket. Anyways, not only did we unload and unload the aircraft when it came when it came in, we were also in charge of having to change out the biffy blue juice shitters. If anyone on the crew was tasked with doing this, it usually meant that said person had really pissed off the foreman and they were sent to complete, <laughs> sent to complete the test as punishment. I'll be honest and say I had to do it a couple times before learning how to read the, what the foreman wanted out of me. It only took a few times before I didn't have to do it any longer. I'm not sure if it was me so much as becoming a better becoming better at the overall job or someone who came in who pissed or someone came in who pissed them off more than myself. Either way, either way it was a good way it was good Jesus dude. <laughs> she sells seashells down by the seashore. <laughs> either way it was it was good to not have to do that task. By order of operations, our checklist of how to complete the set, the task, one, number one, back up the Biffy truck into position. Number two, PPE up. Number three, open outer flap on exterior of aircraft while holding a five-gallon bucket underneath just in case. Four, open inner flap again with five-gallon bucket just in case any residue may spill out. Five, hook up the four-inch transparent hose to the release pipe. Be certain 
to feel for the click and give the tug test to be certain the hose is securely fastened. Number six, pull the release lever to allow the transfer of waste tank matter into the holding tank of the Biffy truck. Waste tank matter. Number seven, hook the one, hook up the one-inch hose and give the aircraft holding tank a rinse. Eight, repeat number seven, release given contents from the aircraft, hold, aircraft holding tank into the Biffy truck. Nine, refill tank with a clean blue juice, a.k.a. the blue toilet water you see. Smurf piss. Smurf piss. <laughs> I like that one. Number 10, release four-inch hose and, and close flap. Number 11, release one-inch hose and close outer aircraft flap. 12, tidy up the hoses on the truck and pull away. Done. Well, there was this kid working on the crew that tried super hard but just couldn't quite get the routine of the job. He was the type of guy who tried and tried and tried but was a walking yard sale, making it easy and hilarious entertainment. (laughs) He was often tasked with having to partake in doing the biffies. Well, here we are on another shift, and he was again asked to tasked with. He was again tasked with the shitters. He started the task off well, and with anything and with anything in life, doing a task repeatedly usually creates a mode of autopilot, just going through the routine. Not this kid. He got about half through the check, halfway through the checklist, and forgot one key step: be certain to feel for the click and give a tug test. He hooks up the hose and pulls the release lever. The contents of the aircraft holding tank began to flood the hose. There was a belly sag in the routing of the hose. With all that weight, the hose came, became disconnected, and the remainder of said contents inside the aircraft completely doused the kid. Oh. Imagine an aircraft completing a five-plus-hour flight with 125-plus passengers using the lavatory. I think I just threw up picturing this story. 17 years after the fact. Jeez. The entire crew witnessed the entire scene. He just stood there and took all five gallons of human waste <laughs> Is he was well past the point of no return. He looked like a muddy Smurf. Jesus. <laughs> Wet toilet paper strewn in bits and pieces all over. Oh, this is rough. Oh, my God. <laughs> all of us stared wide-eyed in disbelief. The lead, the lead foreman told him to go home for the day. I don't remember how we got him to the shop so he could leave or who completed the task, but I'm pretty sure whoever did each could have easily lost their cookies. About 15 minutes later, Muddy Smurf comes walking back to help with the next aircraft. Everyone on the crew had a perplexed look on their faces, and we were wondering why he was back. One of the crew asked why he was why he was there. His reply, I just put on a new uniform, and now I'm back. In unison, we all said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh he God. thought he was in trouble by having to leave. He was going to be paid for the remainder of the day. All he had to do was throw out the old uniform and leave. The kid ended up leaving, but again, this was him oh, trying so hard to the point of screwing up again. Shit, it happens either in our pants or all over us. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I'd rather <clears throat> shit my pants like yeah. every day than have like that. Because it'd be 400 your own. other people shit it'd be all over own. me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's brutal. That's rough. He, he'd better go get these hepatitis shots. Yeah, <laughs> some kind of booster. So I, yeah, I, need all, I need all the boosters. I bet there's some guys that are, like, pumping out septic systems, the, running those, like the honey wagon oh, yeah. or whatever, or Bigfoot around town here. That got are, some good stories. They got some real good stories. <laughs> Which, actually, that, uh, was it the, because the, there's one, the Fairbanks honey wagon, right? Mm-hmm. That's one I think we called last year, because we, like, we were pumping, like, every other year. And I called the one, and they're like, acted like annoyed. They're like, was it an emergency? Well, no, just like kind of want to do this annually or every other year. Every other year. They suggest well, doing it every and they're couple like, of years. And they're like, 
call us in the spring, you know. We're too busy. I'm like, well, quit playing your freaking radio commercials every five minutes, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> and anyway, so anyway, but it was else? like, it was that honey, like Fairbanks Honey Wagon. North Star that, Honey Wagon, Or I North, yeah, yeah, that uh, called them up. This is how big my tank is, all right, this is how much it'll be. I'll be there Monday or whatever. Anyway, yeah. That's a digression. <laughs> yep. But uh, so... I got a question asked. Did you guys really catch a lot of fish the other day? No, not really. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> um, it was a fucking blizzard. I think I caught, I probably caught 15. Yeah. That's more than That ain't caught. too bad compared to what it's been, you no. know, how slow the fishing's no, been this not year. Not at all. Uh, nothing big. <clears throat> maybe, maybe one that was like 36 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I started my day with a 41er. I didn't take a single picture of any of the fish. I yeah. Caught, but put, did, that tells you anything. Did yeah. you fish oh, multiple, that tells us multiple spots? <laughs> I fished three spots. Three spots. Yeah. We got down there a little bit late. We, I mean, we waited on, you know, like, we. it was kind of a disaster getting everybody going. Oh, uh-huh. I bet. And, you know, we met up at probably 845, and then we probably didn't leave the parking lot till quarter to 10, and then it was... Ooh. Pretty rough going. Took you an like the, hour to get going. Didn't take me an hour to get going. I mean, you was in all of you. Yeah, there was a couple of people that showed up a little bit late. They had mm. to run around and get you know everybody sleds at different spots mm. and whatever. You know, it, it is, is what, what it is. is. Yeah. Um, but the weather on the way down was complete crap. Uh huh. And so we had to like you had to take the overland trail, which was fine, you know. But uh, the turnoff to get back to the regular trail was completely blown in, so I missed that. We turned. It wasn't anything bad. But I could never find the actual trail, hmm. so I just cruised up to the edge, saw where the road was, and just kind of just eased my way down. Yeah. The, you know, there's probably six feet of snow, yeah. and I'm just pushing snow and <clears throat> made a trail, and then everybody followed that. And we, it's all alders at the bottom, too. There like was a spot down yeah, there. I, I, when, yeah. I was, when I was looking Come up on. top, I looked down, and I found a, an opening in the alders nice. that we could all go through. So it, Wise and, move right there. <laughs> ended up working <laughs> yeah. out fine. I was going to just go right over the top of them, but there, uh, you know, some of the other people, their sleds were a little bit older. I don't know. Yeah. Um, fish, the, the first spot we fished was where we caught all those a couple weeks ago. Yep, right and on. And... I think we caught three there or something like that, and then went down to the marker, fished there for quite a while, and then drilled a few holes on the way back in one other spot. And The way back was a complete disaster. The weather oh, turned horrible yeah. up top. I think I, text, <laughs> I texted Frank. I was like, man, I'm glad I'm not, because we had uh, what we were, we were down visiting family, and we're, I was actually driving, and I'm like, man, I'm glad I'm yeah. not. It wasn't white out, though. It was no, it white out when we come up. It was yeah, it was it not was white out, so that was good. But it was snowing and blowing. It just wasn't. Um, it was that heavier snow, so it, well, yeah, it, it wasn't as airborne, like fully dusty. Yeah. So <clears throat> no, that was well. We were talking, you know, when we were coming back, took a break in a spot, and it, and it was like fairly white out, but it, you know, it wasn't like as bad as I've seen it there. But no. Frank was talking about, and I think you already talked about like that one trip you went riding and the wind was blowing so bad like you couldn't see six feet in front of your machine and oh, it's, it was horrible that's the worst <clears throat> situation that in like, december that i've ever been in, in my entire life like we finally like got to a spot where we re- were regrouping and kind of like holy shit like 
white knuckles with a snow machine and like this is fucked up literally like every couple feet like stop pull out the gps and see where you're at again and like because you can't see anything in front of you and one of the guys that i was with is really really smart he's like look here's how it is you can't see six feet in front of you but you can't see the headlight from the other guy's snow machine if anybody has any problems you shut your snow machine off so your headlight goes out because the guy in front of you is going to continually be looking behind to see if you're coming. And if he sees your headlight, he thinks you're coming. He thinks you're coming. So if you get stuck or have any problems, you shut it off immediately. So it's like that saved us from getting separated like yeah. three or four different times yeah. to have the, you know, turn the thing off. Um, or if you turn around, you don't see somebody all of a sudden you're like, okay, well I gotta, I mean, your tracks are gone behind you within minutes. No, within like ten seconds, 10 seconds yeah. or less. That's quick, you know. I mean, so much snow that it was filling the entire front of my snow machine inside the cowling, packed on into the engine compartment, <laughs> like fully packed. I had to bring the snow machine inside when I got home and let the entire thing thaw out because the only thing that was thawed out was like a quarter of an inch around the exhaust. Everything else Jeez. was just a solid block of like Jeez. blown in snow. Yeah. But look, my. Parka pockets were full, all of them. Once zipped closed, every pocket on my parka was full of snow, packed as full as it could get. When we finally got back to truck, I was like, Jesus, am I just really tired and drained from this? I feel heavy. And I looked down and like all my pockets are puffed up. And I was like, what the fuck? I opened up one of my pockets and reach in, packed, totally packed, full of snow. Um, Found a way. <laughs> it blew my snow machine over with me sitting on it blew me off the snow machine almost at a dead stop the whole snow machine blown over on its side Jeez. and then of course you're like in drifting snow and everything so the other two guys stop and they're like okay well we'll get this thing flipped back over and then you try and start and then this snow machine's stuck and then the other one's stuck and you're like so whenever you get going you're like stay close everybody stay close and keep it going you know <clears throat> oh, well, it just goes to show you like how quickly, you know, even if you're, you're riding on like in like bare ridge top country, like, Dude. you know, oh, well I can see where I'm going. Well, sometimes you, can you can't right now. You hear these stories where people are like, oh, I was totally disoriented and then I got cold. You know, and and you I, could walk you in know, a big circle like, and die 20 yeah. yards from your truck or your yeah. machine, 20, you know, 20 feet away. Yeah. You could be like totally not see anything and be like i don't know where i'm going and start wandering and yeah well it's like i mean kind of like we've talked in the past like different situations height you know hiking a ridge line in the fog when it's super you know packing a sheep out or something when it's super thick and you can't see freaking up until 20 feet in front of you up until that snow machine trip the only other time that i've ever like been like 100 percent necessary i need to use my gps was sheep hunting with you where we were like we had no idea. No clue where we're oh, at. Oh, that like, one time in September so when it was just blowing. Fog, just like straight fog and blowing snow. And just I literally, we just, and, well, I laid yeah. tracks going in just because I typically do, just in case of, you know, we want to move when it's foggy or snowing or shitty. Anyhow. Yeah. And sure enough, because it's like all these ridges that shoot off on either side. And it's like you could easily like start going down a ridge and not realize that you're losing it's the wrong you're ridge. losing 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 and then all of a sudden you're like oh no we got to turn around and like walk back up this ridge and then well then long. you so, try and you try to go by memory and you're and you think you remember everything you don't remember you anything. don't you're yeah. you don't remember shit you're i walked wrong. that all day i walked with that gps yep. and that was before i had an in reach i just had one of those yeah. uh, rhinos mm-hmm. and i walked with that thing in my hand all day and just like 
cruising ridges knowing like at that point you know uh, things have changed since then too because that was just like a blank screen with a track on it i didn't have like yeah, topo you know yeah. like none of that shit now you can well, just be like oh well this is the ridge we're on you don't even need a track you can be like i just know that this is the ridge run and i have to follow it to this point to this yeah. point to this point yeah i'm in the right spot. i had uh one it was uh 2006, I was hunting the same base, the same place we hunted last year, coming out of there, similar situation, hiking, like packing sheep, just dumb, stupid kids, and whole sheep and heavy-ass gear, just like brutal, bru- it was the hunt that jacked my feet up, you know, where they're still jacked up to this day. Anyway, um, similar, you know, we're on some of them ridge, that ridge top, you get up to some of them peaks, and it's like, well, which direction i mean it's easy to get turned completely around go backwards yeah the wrong way because you think you remember you think you're staying on this side of the hill and uh and i i at the time all i had was one of those gps's that doesn't didn't have any maps nothing but i had mark i'd later set a waypoint like farther down yeah and uh i'm looking at it i'm like this doesn't feel right and i noticed that my gps had like a sun icon like where the sun should be, mm-hmm. and I like turned it, and that's you yeah, know, ended up like, being the right wow. way. But geez, sketchy, <clears throat> stupid. When we were going into that area on snow machines, the dude that I was with was like, we'd stop, and he'd be like, "Do you have your GPS or you're in reach or whatever?" Yeah, he's like, "Put a spot here and label it safe place." Yeah, and I was like, "What is this dude talking about?" I was like, "This can't be that bad," you know. Yeah, and then he tells us all these stories. He's been going in there for years, and he was like, and he tells us all these stories about like nightmare situations where it's like you have to, you know, just like the windshield blown off his snow machine is just like (laughs) gone, you (laughs) know. So like all sort of different shit, like walking away to like go over here and like look over an edge, and you turn around and the wind is blowing your snow machine over on its side without just because you're not on it. So. Yeah, he's like, safe spot, safe spot, safe spot. So the night before we left, he's like, this is the the uh, nicest I've ever seen the weather here. We're like on top of a mountain, and your breath was just like coming out of your mouth and like raising straight yeah. up at like 4,000 feet or something like that, you know? He's like, that's going to turn around to bite me. <laughs> and the next day, we get down in this spot Ironically, one of the spots marked on my fucking inReach that said safe spot. <laughs> We're all like huddled up in this little patch of willows, three of us. And he's like, this is the worst that I've ever seen this ever since I've been in here. And I was like, oh, man, that's not cool. <clears throat> yeah, the what I what I've found is when you go down there with just a handful of people you move a lot and you can fish and you can yeah. catch more fish mm-hmm. when you go down there with a bunch of people and just maybe one or two especially augers, if you're the hole like, drilling guy yeah and, and well, <laughs> much appreciated that, but, Tyler. but when you when you get a bigger group of people like you want to hang out yeah. and shit and you know fishing kind of takes a back burner but um yeah it, I, I have no doubt that if we'd have went down with you know four or five people it would have been you'd have moved around more you'd have caught more fish but how many people did you go with I think it's probably ten of us. Jeez. Oh, right on. Yeah, that's Party why it took ice. an hour to get going. Yeah, I was an hour behind. But we were the only people down there. Nice. Ah. Oh, I'm sure you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was nobody else. Yep. Oh man, yeah, that was a good. That was a good time. We actually started out at the spot that we fished the la- the very last time we went 
Oh, sure. Last year. Yeah. And, I mean, by the way things have been going this year, clobbered them. Good. Like we did good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, it was different for sure. Yeah. I mean, we fished a bunch of places right away, like, yeah. but only like <clears throat> 40 yards away or whatever. Yeah. You guys did some moving before I showed up then. We were at our third spot already yeah. before you even when showed up. There. Yeah. I think, is that right? Yeah. 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 Third third move. Kind of all in the same little stretch there, well, but just not, trying to Not find. more than 50 yards yeah. apart between between spots, but yeah. Um, and he shows I mean, up we, with, what'd you call your little my, fishing my, rig? Yeah, I had a little stick with some your janky stick or <laughs> yeah, whatever janky you call stick. it. Some monofilament wrapped around it end to end with a steel leader I had to poach from one of my other fishing rigs as I got ready that morning. Is that what you caught all your fish with? That? Yeah, I'm a janky stick. Yeah, it's yeah. almost better. I mean, when they're so close to the bottom of the ice when they bite, you, yeah. you know, sometimes with the rod you can rip it, you know. You lose a lot of fish, what I'm saying. With that, your hand line, and you can kind of let them. Yeah. I watch Matt's kids there, like, <laughs> just with a stick. Like, as soon as you get a hit, he just, like, jerk and run away from the hole. <laughs> and it was just, like, pull some right fish up. right up onto the ice every time. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty alive and ready to go because you're not taking anything out of them. Yeah. But he was just ripping them right out of the hole, you know, just done, over and done with. Yeah. It was a hoot. It was a lot of fun. We might get another time or two down there yet. I'm mm-hmm. probably not gonna. I got crap. I gotta take care of. Unless it's called somebody, a back, yeah. You do. It's called temple. a back burner, but <laughs> unless, unless somebody wants to go on a Wednesday, it's my day. Today was gonna be the day, but yeah, just I too just, much. I had shit to do. I had to shovel off my roof and take care of some some other crap at home. It's, yeah, that ended up being kind of a pain in the ass. Middle finger dump of snow. Right uh, now. We get 17 inches of snow here. Yeah, us, we we're about the same or a little more, maybe. Yeah. The last two times I've had my driveway cleared this year, within a day or two, fucking tons of snow again. Yeah. It's like, note to what? oneself don't clear the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I spent four hours on a Saturday with a snowblower just to spend four hours on Sunday with the snowblower. After work, it was rough. Oh, yeah. I plowed here Saturday. Yeah. And then it took me three hours on Sunday because it was like it took me 12, three hours thir- 12 on 13 Sunday, yeah. inches of snow that I had to go somewhere with, you know? That so, being wet. Well, that's, like, that's the issue now. Everywhere, it? there's nowhere to nowhere there's, to put it it's anymore. It's over now, yeah. That's, like, that's the cool thing about the snowblower is it'll blow it over the berm and off to the side. But even then, if you got a breeze working against you, you're just going to cover yourself in it. I'd oh, rather be yeah. in a warm truck pushing it around, <laughs> oh, drinking coffee or oh, something. So <laughs> would I, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> No, I was looking at some like plow truck listings over the like a month ago, month and a half ago, and I'm like, there's a couple that look pretty like pretty decent deals, yeah. and I'm I was like, nah, it's pretty much over. This isn't the year to buy a plow truck. Well, the Wrong. year to, the time to buy the plow truck is, is right like, now. Yeah, yeah, like right now is a great time to buy a snow machine. Right now is a great time to buy all sort of winter <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people want boats now. They'll liquidate all their winter shit to get yep. a boat. Yeah. <clears throat> no. But uh, anyway, I uh, the one other thing before I forget. So this is random, as everything is random. Yeah. But uh, I a little while ago got some uh, questions that I thought would be pretty good, to, cool to just discuss, and just rather than me just spitting back answers um, from a guy, uh, guy from 
Australia who has moved to BC and there are like questions involving bears, like kind of newbie <laughs> dealing with bear questions. So it'd be entertaining to look as dangerous get as different the, answers. Well, as dangerous as everything is in Australia for crying that's out loud. That's what my idea is. You get done all sort of, if you can survive, you know how to like make it with all sort of them snakes and spiders and centipedes and all sort of crocodiles and shit. Get your ass <laughs> whipped to kangaroo, <laughs> kick the shit out of you in your front yard. <laughs> I think bears are about the last thing you need to be worried about, uh, relatively speaking. I mean, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be a nervous wreck over there. Man. Yeah. Dude, you got jelly, got my knee high snake boots yeah, and jellyfish the size of your pinky nail floating around in the surf that could kill you. What in the hell? Yeah. It. Uh, anyway. So first question, and we could like I'll did just you turn that off. That sound. Yeah, I did. Good. You should know better. The last one had a lot. Uh, the last podcast you did with your family was. Freaking fantastic! I kept checking uh-huh. my phone. Like, was that me? Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> that a, one wasn't me. A, no, it I wasn't. There was a I lot thought, of I thought there was stuff. something going around with my truck when I was listening to it. I, saw I, had to, I paused <laughs> yeah. it, turned the heat off. And <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's I listened to another podcast. It was yesterday. Just to keep that you on had your a toes. lot of dinging and shit in the background. I was like, Jesus, turn your phones <laughs> off when you start this shit up. <clears throat> yeah, Temple's gonna check his phone. Make sure. Yeah, this. Just to keep you on your toes. I know. All right. So, would it be, number one, would it be a good idea to put up and leave around the kill site, like, in the context of you killed an elk or moose or something? Dirty socks and underwear is kind of a deterrent. I don't bother. I've heard of people killing elk and stuff in, you know, the western U.S. and stuff that have left shit there behind so that when they come back in the morning. I did on a fog yeah. Yeah. We left. Yeah. I left because we couldn't take. Afternoon, elk got shot. There was no limbs anywhere low enough to, like, get the shit up in a tree. Yep. And we knew we were coming back in the morning, but we just took pisses We've around that. The, where the, yeah. we put the meat. And then we each took our jacket and threw it over. Yeah. You know, kind of just like threw it by the meat. I don't think it's a bad idea. Yeah. No, I don't it, think so either. It's it, not going to hurt anything, no, certainly. No, it right. couldn't hurt, but if you're in an area where the critters don't know that people stink is bad news, it's not going to matter. That's And that's a good point, but too. If, you know. if they do know, then it, oh, it's probably a good idea. Like a lot of lower 48, I think that's not the situation because then bears know they're... they're yeah, not gonna get messed with, you know. If you're, always, if you're bears talking that are, strictly grizzly bears, grizzly bears, but, but yeah. Even I mean, even in country that doesn't have grizzly bears, you know, there's a lot of black bears too. That, yeah, and you can you can have issues. Yeah. I guess in I always worry about walking back with sheep to my four wheeler and being like, fuck, have your tires, all your tires still are all on the rims, and who cares about <laughs> the seat? I don't give a shit yeah. if they want to eat the seat, <laughs> but bears. if they chew on the tires or whatever. So I had some old. Old boy said uh, pine saw sprayed on. Well, that's I've apparently a lot of, of pilots with tundra tires on planes, and like the rubber on on planes, a lot of times would get chewed on. And pine saw apparently sp- out of a spray bottle used to get used. Yeah, I've heard to of spray pine saw or bleach or ammonia. Yeah. So yeah. the fir- one of the first times I took a four wheeler, I did it, and then I was like, I don't know, it's a pain in the ass to bring pine saw on a spray bottle, and then Man. you're driving thirty miles on like, a four wheeler. Oh, you ready or to go, Frank? Hold it. Hold on a second. <laughs> hang, hang on. I forgot something. I need to put my cologne on. <laughs> me, and a, me and a buddy growing up, we were camped up the river, and we ended up making friends with some guides, and we camped next to where they had their camp. 
So it's a string of like eight uh, guide boats or half a dozen guide boats, flat bottoms with jets on them. And then my janky Lund and this bear during the night, it woke us up clanking around through the boats. We're like, hey, hey, Jim, there's a bear at the boat. She's like, hang on. He comes out of his tent with his flashlight. And there's me and my buddy each with like a shotgun or a mini 14. He's like, whoa, slow down just a second. So he grabs what he's going to grab and comes out. We run this bear off of the boats. It had gone from boat to boat to boat to boat, eating gas tanks and oil jugs and rubber maids and making a mess. Made a mess. Yeah. It ate like two or three of his gas tanks and two stroke jugs. And thankfully, it only got my rubber maid a packet of ramen and my bottle of joy soap. There was um, old Charlie who passed away last year, I think. He yeah. he always always talked about up his hunting camp that they, you know, the you know, the one like token black bear, you know, that's just a giant up there called him two stroke because he, he only <laughs> he only he'd only eat your gas cans if you had two stroke oil mixed that's, in them. That's funny. Oh, I don't we on on Carluck there when, when we were bear hunting, we left the Zodiac and the motor you know, right there by the, there's nowhere else to put it. It's right by a bear trail, right? And at night, you could hear the bears walking over it, but we never had a single problem with them. There was just nowhere else, you know, to, to, yeah. put to do anything. Thing. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think a lot of times, yeah, you do what you can. And typically, like, if it's in a spot, well, in BC, is, become, is probably becoming and going to become a spot where the bears know they're not going to get after a shot few, at yeah, maybe shoot, after yeah. some generations you know years, like yeah. Yeah. you know bears that are getting shot at on a somewhat frequent basis um are just better behaved anyway mm. um to what tips of advice that can give you the i cannot fucking read today give what tips or of- advice that can Spit it out. What t- okay, that's why. Okay, what tips oh. or advice can you give to limit risk regarding or, or limit it's risk regarding some... around processing meat alone <laughs> and walking <laughs> through <laughs> the mountains? Oh. Like, Could you read so that bi- question again? I didn't understand, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't understand it. <laughs> so maybe my co- yeah. Anyway, basically, <clears throat> tips or advice to like to limit risk with bears when you're by yourself, um, cutting meat and packing it out. I mean, if you're in the right? mountains I mean, and it's open yeah. country, I mean, you can see what's going on. Just you can pick your head up every once in a yeah. while and look around you. Yeah. Be aware and loud. Talk to yourself. Just they're, they're at least, at least where, where they know people is bad news. If you're talking to yourself, they'll know that you're people. This shit is so, I'm going to just direct right back to my original the thing that i always say is you're more apt to get bit by a fucking shark than you are a bear yeah and it's like and that's if you and that's even if you've never put your toes in the ocean before in your entire life it's one of those things that's like the chances of this shit happening are so slim that there's still high risk groups you you, for sure but the four guys in this room are a pretty fucking high risk group. Yeah, and I mean, who's had problems? I, I mean, I spent a lot of years on a fognac, you know, and never had. I mean, 
killing deer okay. and elk and all sort of stuff and never really had much for problems. I've, Temple I've, looks like he's going to say I've, something. I've not had a problem in a hunting context, though I am prepared for it every time. Right. I've walked up to moose that sat where they fell overnight after I tore the guts out of them, and I'm hollering with a, you know, with the round in the chamber safety off an uncle behind me. What's yeah. he? Hey, bear. <laughs> Hey <laughs> no, that's that's how I comment about Carrie's new haircut. So, and I've not. You remember? See, we had a haircut at the short pixie cut, no, or I not the pixie remember. cut, or whatever the hair. Hey, that looks great. You can pl- whatever. <laughs> that's not how I sound uh, when I'm walking up to a, walking up to the moose Jesus. I shot last night. Uh. Your so, shit that you say, Temple, goes right over my head. Yeah. About 99% of the time. I would say 98, but either okay, way, it doesn't yeah. really matter. The point, I done, well, to I'm done, I'm I've done gotten derailed. Oh, I've not had a problem with bears in a hunting context. I've not had them screw with my meat. It's always a possibility. I've had to run them off of my boat. I've had to run them away from the red, uh, the, the house back home in the village like my sister's playing out in the yard and we can see a bear out every window on every side of the freaking house. My dad hands me the rifle and says, go take care of this. So it's 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 bears can be a problem in my head. It just it's a freaking fact. It's more often than being struck by lightning and it's much closer to home than being struck by lightning cuz they were in the yard of the house I grew up in. Mm-hmm. But I've never had a problem in a hunting context. Um, I mean, other than the, the Did you ever even have a problem in a at your house context? That yeah. Yeah, we've had to run them out of the yard. They've marauded the village like tearing down smoke shacks when I was a kid. Uh, like the word for for bear in Yupik is jagayak, but what it literally translates to is monster. Mm-hmm. It doesn't translate to bear. It's monster. You, I had a I had a lady in the, in line at the Togiak Trading Store when I was in high school and I went to go get some groceries for anyway, I'm in line at the, at the store and this little kid's misbehaving and the mom squats down next to him says, Hey, if you're not, if you don't behave, Jehayek there's going to get you. She points at me and I'm like, what in the fuck? Mm. Now as a parent, I'd have gone, but at the time I was just a little bit put off by it. Bears can be a problem is what I'm getting at. I've never had a problem in a hunting context, but, doesn't mean it ain't going to happen. It's probably because you say you take your boots off and leave them there. Yeah, I sure did. Because <laughs> somebody's feet fucking stink. I'm not the only one that took my boots off. Yeah, I didn't smell anything until yours came off. That's, yeah, yeah. I've been in the bunny boots all day shoveling my roof. Oh, man. But I watched a friend of mine kill a blacktail a couple of years ago, and it died in a little opening no bigger than this room right here, and it was surrounded by alders. And oh, I could watch him in the spotting scope. That's a freaky feeling. Took his pictures, and then he started taking care of the deer and everything, and he put it in his backpack. And as soon as he got in those alders and started coming down the mountain, a brown bear walked out of the alders behind him and grabbed I mean, within 
20, 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. So that thing was sitting there waiting. I don't knew. know. I, I, I don't know what was going on, but I mean, he was prepared. It, it could, that bear could have been coming the entire time sure. to smell and, yeah. and just happened to yeah. get there. It just as it and I, and I've, Or it could have been sitting there in the alders waiting for him to leave. And I've mm-hmm. shot other deer down there where you walk up and the gut pile is gone within a day. And I've shot a bunch where you walk back and the gut pile is still there two, three, five, six days later. Yeah. So I, I watched the I just, gut pile. You can go through your whole uh, life being yeah. scared of shit, or you can go through your whole life being like, "Fucking ain't gonna happen to me." Whatever, yeah. or you know, you got to be cautious. Don't well, get me wrong, of course. you well, know. But if you're gonna worry about shit all the time, you're ima- never gonna have it, fun. Well, I can't, can't imagine be a doing... detriment. It, you can't let it be a detriment. You got to <clears throat> yeah. go freaking live. But it, I can't you imagine still doing be what we do and and that being like your number one worry all the time. It should be on your mind and you should be cognizant of it. But yeah. if you are constantly worried about bears, you are not going to have any fun. You're not no. going to sleep. Well, no. no. I mean, just think about walking into the bait. We're like going to just check a camera and it's like. I get a little two, nervous. Well, but sometimes. still, there's two bears on the bait and like we walk up and we're oh, all yeah. talking and everything. And it's like they're right there. They're like 10 yards away. And you got, it's like, oh, fuck, we got to go. You know, they don't even want to leave. <laughs> they're, they're annoyed. Like, Damn it, what they, they are, are annoyed. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it happens a lot. There's probably a lot of times, especially, you know, and it's like, this guy's asking questions about stuff where it's like, I mean, we're used to like, you put a bait out and you're going right to it. Yeah. One of the hoping bait- that it's just swamped with bears, right? <laughs> One of the baits we hunt down south. You got to walk up a little creek that's pretty tight, and then you got to climb up a little hill, maybe fifty feet of elevation. Walk through an alder trail, and then the bait is actually like a J hook to the right. And you wouldn't believe how many times you walk because the that bear he definitely heard everything, right? But uh-huh. he can't smell you until you get up there. And yeah, I mean, you get up there, you're like. You can't see the bait until you're 15, 20 yards away from it, or or closer. Yeah, that, that'd be interesting. Yeah. But you you just yeah you gotta. Think but as about far it. as I mean, when you're trying out stuff, limiting risk, like just oh yeah, pay attention. Yeah, you know that's the biggest thing is you know like back to There's the all- back to the first question. You know what you should probably do is. Get it quartered as quickly as you can and move those quarters away from that gut pile or yeah. carcass. Yeah, you leave See if something it's a big worry, for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah and exactly. Get, and get that stuff away where it's... Yeah, where I noticed something years ago when I was down on a fog knack working a lot with bears that on the ground, like if they're above you or if they're at the same level as you, it's like keeping arms distance. Like they're, you're like right at their, in their world. But you can literally... Get four feet off the ground on a stump or a rock or something, and I don't know what it is, but for some reason, it, I, like I feel so different. Yeah. Like, well, I feel just, so well, much better about the situation, just well, like up on a rock or something. Even if they could still walk right up and s- yeah. smash you right off of whatever you're standing on, but just to have a little bit of elevation over a bear is amazing well, it gives you the advantage and that's like that with anything i mean yeah if you're up, up higher than them i mean they're gonna have to work harder to get to you right and but i'm talking you're talking about a big ass freaking oh, you know no. down there where yeah. it, like finally i was like god it's amazing man i'm just like up on this it was one specific spot and we were taking people all the time to like go and look at you bears and fine. stuff and i was like oh when we're right up here and then you like Drop down a little bit, and you're like, well, I'm right in their world now. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit. Well, you just like take a couple steps back, 
and it literally is a difference of four feet. You're you're and talking about it changes your brain is just like it changes change my perception. whole freaking brain is just like bing you're totally fine now. <clears throat> yeah, no, it makes sense, but yeah, I, I mean, I think for for limiting risk, you just know where you are. Pay yeah, know your I'm, surroundings and pay attention. It's not there's not like any one thing. No. You know, when you're going to, you know, maybe if you're packing through like a gauntlet of bear infested woods and you're packing meat through there, don't like have your earbuds in and having, have, no. right. so I'm, I'm not you know, sure. Have, have fucking Polish sausages tied to your back. <laughs> <Tied your backpack. laughs> I'm not a sure. Trail. I'm not sure bears are as much of a problem as he, he might believe they are. No, but that's I'm okay. Like maybe, not. maybe snakes and spiders aren't as big as a problem as I believe they are. Might right, not be. Exactly. I don't know. And, and rogue kangaroos, I don't know, but I'd, I'd like to uh, find out. Eventually. No, but like, I mean, a lot of the stuff is like good. Some people don't know this stuff, you yeah. know. It's it's not it's not like you're you're born with knowledge, or if you don't, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, three and four kind of go together. It's basically like if I see bears in a spot, I got to get through. What's the best approach to reduce the contact? And then if I get past them. Um, like, is there a rough distance to travel before I'm safe? I mean, I, I think that one you gotta. I'd say you'd want to approach. It's contextual. It with, you'd want to approach if you know a bear is there. You'd want to approach it slowly with the wind at your back if you have to go that way. Right. And making plenty of noise yeah. a long ways Talk away. and get but, your stink going right to them yeah. for sure. Yeah. Stomping. <clears throat> the, I mean, if when you're hunting, you don't want to be making too much noise. So some of this crap is contradictory. But like we've, I've fished streams covered in bears like there's fresh bear track bear crap and i'm just like hey bear you just talk as you're fishing up the fishing up the creek you know i guess if you're um if you are like actively hunting and not want to make a ton of noise a bit i mean the most surefire way where bears are scared of people you just let them get your wind and most Bears don't want nothing to do with if you. you. The way, if the wind's blowing the wrong way and you can't go that way, then you Talk have to go around it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? You know. Typic- and There's total different situations, too, because oh, yeah. how much of the time are we actually, like, tiptoeing around, like, super quiet? Oh, don't yeah. let no. your scent get to it's, them. Don't let, you know? It's... it's <clears throat> yeah. It's a mess. You get some of the... Just figure it out as you go. I don't know. You, if you ever hunt... You know, bear spot and stock or whatever, and they get your win. There's like a ninety nine point nine percent chance yeah. they're gone. And they, again, that's <laughs> if they're in places where they I spend a lot of time hunting brown bears on the coast, and that sometimes don't even have to get your freaking wind, man. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's like they got that sixth sense that they're just like something's not right. And you got to imagine that that happens all the time with them when they're out and exposed and feet eating. Yeah, that. They run off all the time back up into the woods, and then they're like, oh, maybe it was nothing, you know? Sure. Or was because it another bear? so many times yeah. I've just been like, what happens? The wind's blowing right in my face, right from them to me, and they, the thing just ran off. They're moody. You know? It's oh, yeah. I mean, it. they're just... Yeah. Well, and most bears, like, if reason, they become... The ones you want to shoot are big and old, and yeah. there's a reason they that they're like that, that is because reason. they have that twitch. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Well, most of those bears, like, they'll, you know, like last time i was goat hunting down there stumble onto a sow and cub you know i don't know if they had a den right there it was in kind of some broken alders and a rock slide and uh i mean first thing they do you know they heard us hiking and i hear like 
<laughs> took a second to click what was going on. I'm like, oh, oh shit. Oh, Got the oh, rifle strapped to the backpack. Oh. And in uh, anyway, I mean, they, they didn't, those ones, I expected them to circle downwind to see what we were, and they ended up just running off. But mm. uh, most of them, if they, like, become aware of your presence, if it's not like a hard-hunted bear, like you said, I mean, I think most of the time they freaking think something's up. They're out of there. Yeah. Um, but they'll also try to get your win, too. Um, and then let's see. This one, next one's basically uh, what's the rule of thumb for keeping, for distance to keep where you don't have to worry about a bear if you spot one? Um, like, you know, what's an appropriate buffer? And oh, I, I mean, I think it changes so yeah, much, man. Depends how far you can see. I've seen my buffer change from freaking, oh, it was going to be 150 yards to the bear was in my lap, like, yeah. Two minutes later, and I was like, "Oh shit!" It really depends yeah. what terrain you're in. And, <clears throat> you know, is it the, thick? Is it open? The the terrain. There's not an answer to that question. No, you got to no, go off a feel, and yeah, mm-hmm. it really. Yeah. The heebie-jeebies. I really get the heebie-jeebies in the thick brush on the cut bank. That 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 makes me super nervous. Yeah, there's no, but there's no like short answer. I don't think there's any. There's no. There's set rules no. or buffers. I mean, like sometimes years and years ago, you know, sheep hunting. If you you're camped down in a valley and you see a grizzly bear up on the hillside a few hundred yards above camp, and you're getting ready to go to bed, I mean, yeah, that kind may of may or may not, you know, send a send a rifle around into a rock, you know, forty yards away from them just to spook them because the you know sometimes inevitably yeah. sometimes they'll end up sniffing around if they're curious or whatever. They may not even be charged, you know. Yeah. causing trouble but there it just is kind of a dynamic thing there's no set rules i think as long as you're just paying attention to yeah. what's going on and doing your best um you're probably just going to be fine um next one coming back to kill and notice tracks um but the bear isn't there i like this guy's spirit he's going to kill a lot of shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's coming to hunt yep Good um but the bear isn't there. Uh, what would you suggest I do as a solo hunter? Um, I mean, figure finish packing up and cutting up stuff, and just pay attention. Yeah. You know, they're not gonna they're not gonna a bear coming back to like a kill site or what or whatever. It's a bait or a kill site, a, a grizzly bear anyway, which is primarily which you, they're not gonna be behaving predatory to you. You know, you may make plenty of noise. Uh-huh. You know, so if one's if one's there, they know you're there. Um, but they're not. After that, they're not gonna be sneaking up and jumping well, that, on you. That kind of goes back to the first question, though. That yeah. if, you, if you do kill something and you find it, you should do your best to quarter it and get it away from that carcass. From a gut pile, meat yeah. away and, from and, the soft. And then you don't stuff. ever have to go back to the stinky shit, right? Because meat meat itself obviously stinks, right? But, but it's, it's not, not like as bad as, as, like guts. Guts. Exactly. as a carcass. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the guts are some of the first things they eat if they can get them open. Yep. Um, all right, and then coming back or uh, playing music on a speaker softly to help establish my presence at the kill site while walking. An all right idea. I wouldn't. Or not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be playing any music at all because I want to be able to hear what's going on. Yeah, around and me. it says like softly so it doesn't impair my hearing, but yeah. it does. It you know it does. Yeah, you're just gonna like. 
you're just going to sound like a douchebag make, to whoever's yeah. out make in the, the woods. Make the noise, your, yeah. yeah. Make the noise yourself by talking and walking <laughs> yeah, if you're loud. About it. Yeah. That way, when you want to be quiet and listen, yeah. you immediately can. It's unnecessary. It's, it's unnecessary. Yeah. Um. If you encounter a bear within 50 meters, you know, can you be loud and aggressive What's with shouting? <laughs> or will or will that provoke it? Meters is a huge spider. <laughs> <laughs> um, or will that provoke it? I think, I mean, generally, I'd say standing your ground and being more aggressive than not. If a bear doesn't run off when they initially see you. A lot of them don't. No, like, even right. if you yell at them, they just, like, stand up and look at you, and they're like, if they don't get your wind right away and that... Yeah. They're going to come closer because they want to know what's going on, we what had you a, are. We yeah. had a younger one one time. That I just wanted to stalk to see how close I could get to it on Kodiak. And we had the higher ground, and it was walking along the beach. And as soon as it got to where, like, we wanted to spook it or whatever, we we did try to spook it. You mm-hmm. know, just like, hey, get out of here. Hey, bear, hey, bear. Mm-hmm. That fucking bear walked, turned, walked right up the hill right at us. Yeah. <laughs> We'd have been better off not saying anything I, at all, I think. And just let it keep on cruising. Yeah. 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 I once it, drove my... Then it circled us and got the higher ground of us and then we were able to get back down to our boat and just leave but yeah. she was not happy no and that's just it it's like so many so many cases they are they're cu- super curious especially mm. the young ones the older yep. ones that have been shot at no better yeah. but the young ones are the ones that yep. i drove my janky lund up to a, a brown bear on a, the mouth of a slough once i was fishing and i saw the bear there and he saw me and i drove the I idled the boat at it because I wanted to fish where he was, and I thought it would run off. And my boat hits the beach like 10 feet from it. And now at this point, I'm going, wow, that was stupid. Why did you do this, Temple? And, and I had turned the motor off a little ways back because I, I didn't want to spook the fish out of the hole and wanted to fish from where <laughs> I landed the boat. So now my motor's not running. i got to pull start it. And I'm thinking that bear should have run off by now. I want to fish here. And it walked towards the boat. And I had to stand up and jump up and holler. And I'd like to see Temple. Someday I'd like to see Temple's like, hey, bear, get out of here, dance. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll get pretty animated about it, man. <laughs> I believe you would. No, but uh, yeah, no, just make plenty of. Or, no, no, that was the next question. But. Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, I think sometimes there's a time for me. You kind of got to react to what the bear is doing. You know, like yeah. I mean, you let the bear know you're there, and I mean, if the bear keeps like pushing the envelope, then there's a point at which you, you definitely don't want to run. Thing. You know, no, yeah. it's it's so situational. Oh yeah, it just it truly I can tell you, depends. Like, right yep. now, I can tell you, like any bear that's already got <laughs> something to eat. Doesn't even fucking hardly matter. I mean, you can't like get inside their bubble because they're going to attack you over what they have to eat. But for the most part, those bears are the easiest to deal with when they're content. You know, they're like, yeah, no issue at all. Salmon stream. They're not looking for a fight or whatever. Exactly. Or nothing like that. Um, And then uh, finally, God forbid, if a charge did happen, best spot to aim for and. Basically, what a 300 wind mag um, lists bullet, like 180 grain GMX. Dead yeah, bear. Like, yeah, fine bullet. <laughs> within, yeah, within 20 yards be enough to break the spine. or Yeah. And that's totally 
like that hard one too because every mm-hmm. circumstance is different is it like mm-hmm. coming at you quartering is it coming at you from straight on or, like or from there's your so many side. right yeah. exactly there's so many different situations that it can happen and it never happens the way you think in the it situation will. Yeah. that you think that you've already like gone through thinking about it i would bet know? that 70, 80, 90% of the people would have shot that sow that night we were on, on that bait. The way oh, she yeah, came. she was pretty close. I mean, I was close to well, her pulling the trigger. Her but. skid marks, like where she where she stopped, was about from here to Temple's feet. Yeah. Is that the one with where you were carrying the 300 no, Ruger Ultra that, Mag? Or? No, that, I don't. There's no such thing as a 300 Ruger Ultra uh, Mag. Excuse me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not. Did you, savvy did you so. roll out your cannon for that one, bud? <laughs> Make ready. <laughs> Here, let me let me strike my flint and get the fuse going. <laughs> but that no, would that, probably be close enough for a lot of people to. Oh, and I think I think anyone yeah. would have been justified in shooting it. that bear. Sure, He's sure, talking sure. about when we were yeah. still foolish, you know, doing the grizzly baiting, hunting, sitting on the ground type of thing in a makeshift like brushed up not even ground blind just brushing up around where you're sitting we had this uh i don't know if we ever told that story i think we here. talked it, but maybe Is it was that a the while one in the ago. video no time. there's no, no video of that, that one oh, would have got shot one. by a lot of people too I think. yeah that one <laughs> yeah exactly uh, the one in the video yeah. Yeah. and, I the, and that bear wasn't aggressive no he had no idea he was, I was just there. curious yeah. he was like huh what is that but the bear we're talking about was aggressive for about a second. Yeah. Well, she and, like, so we get in there, sit down, and we're like 14 yards from the bait or something like that. And had uh, a boar and a sow pair had come in like earlier that day or, or the night before, whatever. So we sat down and what an hour, it wasn't all that long and you could hear them coming. And then you hear them. We're up kind of on this elevated, like, patch of ground with, like, big timber. And then all basically kind of drops off all the way around us. There's kind of these little islands of, like, elevated ground with spruce trees and kind of low, swampy alder shit all the way around it. Well, you hear the bears run, like, moving. there. You hear their feet hitting the ground and in the mud and shit running around our right side. And we expected them, like, to come from behind the bait. Those fuckers and did not. <laughs> they're gonna come from behind the bait, get up this, you know, this trail, go in there, turn around, shoot one done. With and I had my bow, and Nick had the twelve gauge or three seventy five or something. That's what. Yeah. And uh, so these bears come around behind us, and I like got a big spruce tree to my right. And I'm sitting here with my bow, and I'm like kind of looking over him, and you hear him making more noise like directly behind us, and I see Nick's eyes. He's like, I don't. You didn't even mo- usually like motion with your eyes that they're like right Fucking, there. I'm like, they're coming. Oh shit! And they're behind us. So I'm holding it, and, <laughs> and uh, so the sow walks right by me. I could have reached out and stuck her with an arrow, a couple feet. I mean, holding, skirted the ground blind. Yeah, I mean, just right by the ground blind. And I was hoping the I was fig- figuring the boar would be right behind her. And as soon as I got like out of his periphery, I yeah. just draw back and let him have it. And uh, anyway, that did not happen like that. Nope. She walked by and he stayed behind us, oh, dicking around. Geez. And she walks over and sits at the bait. And then he snaps a stick or something, and her head whips around, and we're directly between them. Mm-hmm. And uh, she instantly, like, as soon as she saw us, full bore, like, charge right at us. And 
about halfway to us, you could tell she was changing her mind mm-hmm. and stomped the brakes and the like the skid mark stopped right at the edge of the I mean, you've been there, Frank, mm-hmm. like right at the edge of where we had that brush piled up. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, like right from here to that bucket or not, closer. It was not far, but she and changed, like she, she went. You can see, yeah, on, like in the look of them. She went total yeah. badass to total I'm leaving, and, yeah. and the skid marks took her that far. To, I mean, but that's how much energy she was coming with. I mean, yeah. she slid quite a ways. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she fun, r- yeah. she runs off. And then the boar's like, what Have the hell? Have I got to shit my pants <laughs> yeah. for you? <laughs> then, but then the boar's, like, the boar's like, what the hell's going on? So he runs around to our left and stops. For, Nick hasn't, like, and Nick turns around, and Nick has him stopped looking at us broadside at four yards for, like, a couple seconds. And then he runs around, gets our wind, and out of there. <laughs> and Nick's like, that was awesome, man. <laughs> and he's I'm like, why didn't you shoot him? You know, and he's like, it never occurred to me to pull the trigger <laughs> <laughs> on the boar. Like I was just, I thought we were. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Like, no. Yeah. But the, the sow, I mean, I, I finger on the trigger safety off. I was ready to rock, but yeah. Her, you, yeah. You, you could, could tell see yeah. how she changed. I was about halfway drawn with my bow. She wasn't going to come barrel into the blind without it, an arrow. At least sticking somewhere. <laughs> it probably would have been worse if I would have shot. Than the way it well, ended yeah, up. and it does change everything too. And it, yeah, I don't know how how would she have reacted? Well, if the I aggression doesn't go away then. Yeah, and then she no. knows what did it. <laughs> yeah. and then the boar's there too, and and he's not going to leave her. Yeah, uh, to get her to stop immediately would have required shoot her in the head. Yeah, immediate no. central, and that's like if you're, disruption. you know, if you're getting charged mm. straight on, I would. You know, ideally, you would say shoot him in the head, but really, what it boils down to is put shoot it in, him, put it in the middle, and middle of pull the, the trigger. Yeah, middle of as the many times and, as quickly yeah. as you can. Um, ideally, you would do it exactly how Luke or Josh did in that video. That old with Jim Willems when oh on yeah, that, I, that was a right, right there, behind the neck, right, right in the sp- like because his head's down, so yeah. you got that hump, and it's just like. You shoot them like right behind the head, right in the spine, and they just their legs just fucking fold yeah. out from underneath them. That yeah. video is terrifying. And, a th- <clears throat> and that a three hundred wind, ma- you know, I mean, you can always do better and have more powerful, but generally, like a three hundred wind mag is plenty of good. Any yeah. of the that the, video, that's a three. There's so many. Fa- there's so video, many. Yeah, but, mm. yeah, but there's there's so many factors. That's that, a fucking cannon, that right? That three seventy five Ackley. That Ackley, yeah, yeah it's so, yeah. thing will knock you into next week. And pull the trigger. There, there are some. Sometimes where bigger than 30 cal is really, really wonderful, and that's guiding people. That uh, yeah, Having yeah, never yeah. done it, it just seems like one of the places where... But for a guy, like general use, 300 mags, yeah. pl- totally you, any plenty of, the 30 of gun cal to be good for you for hunting. But yeah. if you're guiding somebody, there's nothing wrong with more than 30. Yeah, when you're in the position of having to clean up messes potentially. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. more firepowers, more firepowers better, but yeah. you can get the job like, you know, like most people I think as far as hunting don't realize like bears are not hard to kill. No. Generally, you know, they can stuff can I go know. Yeah, please. I know a 50 caliber can muzzle it. Bears are in good shape. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, that uh, I still can't, man, because you're, cause you're shooting those um, 
those 385 grain Great Plains hollow points or yeah. whatever. Holy oh. shit. I can't wait to shoot more bears with that thing. Oh it's like my you, God. Like you punch a softball through him. Like the vid, did he, he showed you the video of his I, bear, right? He might have. I, I don't recall. That thing, I just remember what, because he's one, you shoot him and it kind of, he kind of flips around and you just see the blood just pouring oh. out i mean you're like oh that's a hole it sounds familiar it sounds familiar no i mean the mud the, i'll let you watch it right now yeah. we're doing this. <laughs> the round balls uh, like i love it it's impressive because i was using the round balls and they aren't as dramatic like you can just like move it forward hit play and move it forward until you can watch it, a it sabot or something or what, is, or what no they're just no. it's just a it's lead like a mini lead. ball basically that's oh. a hollow point okay oh. okay it's, okay, so but it's a 385 grain, oh, 50 caliber. Holy crap! Coming out, and it's like there's nothing getting away. <laughs> like smoke. it really doesn't matter too much where you it hit them. Ran, <laughs> it, it only ran like 20 yards before it ran out of uh, yeah. hydraulics. Oh man, you should, it like, was ridiculous. Literally watching it, like shooting it and watching it, you could just see the blood, just, yeah. like firing like a fountain out of both sides of it after pulling oh, the trigger. Goodness, it's like, and it happened so quick. Like then, all of a sudden, everything smoked out. You yeah. know, yeah. it's a muzzle loader, but people, the thing ran off fast enough so that it's like, holy shit! People unreal. who people who don't know would be like all sad about that. Meanwhile, everyone who understands is like, yeah, that died. That bear died damn oh, quick. quick. Well, oh, same yeah. thing damn like quick. that same, well, that was the night before when I shot that chocolate bear with my bow. I mean, with uh, I was using those wide cuts, man. I was like, and he runs 10 yards and it's like they don't go far making all sort of arrow. nasty sounds. And uh, But that's impressive with like, because bears typically seem to, with a, live with a rifle, live longer and go farther. We shot yeah, one, two three bears on that bait in two nights and mm-hmm. none of them went more than like 25 yards away from the bait all three two with a 30-06 and one with a 50 cal muzzle loader and the second two were that one where i shot with a muzzle loader and then 45 minutes later we didn't even get out of the tree stand i was like oh there'll be more coming and he shot the other one it died like 10 feet away from that one yep <clears throat> yeah bears seem to die quick with a good shot yeah, and especially that's, that's, I mean, crucial yeah. is the, the good whole yeah. good shot. But I mean, <laughs> at the same token, you make a good shot on a whitetail or something, it still could run 150 yards. Or that's more, so yeah. weird. But a, so a bear, weird. a good shot. If if it runs 150 yards, you should be. It wasn't a good shot, no. right? <laughs> the, yeah. the one black bear I shot over bait was with a 338 Winchester. He still ran 50 yards after well, shooting that, him through the heart and lungs. But that's that's still, the thing I mean, about bear. Like, and I was I actually was working on working on a little article because i think it's a miss like kind of a misconception you know people think like they're tough in ways like inherently they're not that hard to kill but you know you get the guys like oh we'll shoot them in the shoulders to break them down but but like bears they're tough where well, let me finish there because i i'm not i don't believe in that but you know like a little bit a little bitty black bear i mean i've seen them rolled with a 338 and then they run you know 50 or 100 yards and they're mm-hmm. dead like they're toast they're they're done but they just have a sometimes ever propensity, especially when shot with a rifle for like covering some ground. You know, they're they're dead. They're just not done moving. They're just not done moving, and they're not going to be dead right there. 
Um, which, I mean, I understand the bigger you get into brown bears and stuff, it gets a little ner- unnerving, you know, if, you, if you're if you letting them get into the heavy brush and stuff. But I don't care, who, like, if you shoot a bear through both, like with any good mm-hmm. bullet, dead. rifle, bow, you shoot a bear through both lungs uh-huh. and or the heart, he is 100% dead every time uh-huh. you go for, without fail. Like, you go no, for the none whole of this. shoulder breaking them down thing, and you could have problems on oh, your hands the, with like a bear your, running the, off and not the, ever finding it. Oh, yeah. Your first shot should be through the lungs, and then yeah. you break them down after that. Exactly. Yeah. Just keep them 100% agreed. agreed. Yep. Yeah. You know, yep. if, if you're shooting a rifle that can do it, and your first shot happens to be to where you can line up a, a shoulder on the back side fine. and get both ones mm-hmm. fine but and there's like know. there's the the situation is so different throughout what we're talking about too because you can have a 150 pound black bear coming in or you can be talking about a bear on Kodiak pound. a 1500 <laughs> yeah. pound bear exactly yeah. and the situations are totally different yeah. you yeah. know you're talking about a massive muscle compared to you know your first shot yeah. is still yeah. aimed to still, kill Still, I mean, I think yeah. every time, all then, the way across the board. And that's going to be, and that's going to be. keep shooting, you keep shooting. But. You know, even, a, even you know, like a, like the Bear Willems killed or whatever, you know, like a top, like huge body Kodiak brown bear, you know, their rib cage lung, like a good double lung shot on, you know, like a quartering. That whole situation or, or side was side. so unfortunate because yeah, that yeah. bear was dead. It yeah. was dead. Totally dead. Yeah, and that yeah, that's kind of a side deal. It the just, whole the bear was dying, and the only th- if that bear's head when it fell forward into that little ditch, if that bear's head had turned this way to the right instead of turning to the left and seeing them uh-huh, standing yeah, there, yeah. the bear would have piled up right there and died. Yep. But yep. the bear felt and its head went down this way, and it happened to be looking right at where they were all yep. camera guy, guide, and hunter. And it saw them, and that's just like all those bears need is just that Little extra, pop. extra pop, <laughs> and it's fucking. I'm yeah. up, and I'm coming at you because now I know why the, I feel like shit right now. Yeah, because those and, big, because those big bears. I mean, that's just like you he know, put two smoker oh, shots yeah. on oh, that yeah. bear, like primo with yeah. his bow. Yeah, like that bear was totally dead, and it just that whole situation but, was you such know a, a bigger animal like turd sandwich. It's like shooting a moose as compared to a blacktail <clears throat> with a bow. Like they got more. Like it takes a while sometimes for, for a, them to run out for, of hydro. Well, the moose fucking blood. lungs are the size yeah. of a blacktail deer. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, no, but you know what you know <clears throat> yeah. what I mean. So yeah. it, it does differ in that, but you know, thickness wise, like I mean, a, a, a the biggest brown bear you would ever see, their like rib cage hide whatever is is not going to be any harder to get through than a moose's. You know, yeah. at the at the thickest. That's the you know, in your average, your average, you know, interior black bear, grizzly bear, you know, it's more like a deer. You know, it's there's not. so many, there's so many things to, um, I guess, debate or input opinion on all this stuff with regards to, you know, what it takes to take down some of these animals. But truthfully, it all just comes back to making sure your first shot is through the killing shot. And and then you, you know, if you can shoot him again, you shoot him again, right? But. Shot placement on your first shot is the most important thing. If you yep. if you fuck up and make a bad shot, you it know could it, be it, a mess. You know, I, I think moose die really quick with an arrow. Yeah, you know, I've, but I've only shot two, and both of them died very fast. You know, I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, but they were both right through the lungs too. So I don't know. I just had to look because I was forget that that was that bear was. 1,417 pounds. Yeah, yeah, it's a giant. That was the only one that went when I, but in the years that I worked there, that was the only one we ever weighed. 
and we actually there was a plane coming and we didn't have a scale that we thought could weigh it that we ended up getting that bear onto the boat hole with winches and stuff from the <laughs> boats and bringing it back to the lodge where there's an excavator yep and there was a plane coming so we called into town and we were like hey do you have like a a winch that goes up to a couple thousand pounds or a, sorry scale. a scale that goes up to a couple thousand pounds yeah we do it well throw it on the plane bring it out and this dean came out with the with the scale and sure enough we hooked it all up with the excavator like <laughs> put it all in line picked the thing up and there's no denying that's oh, yeah. 1417 pounds and it's like that's when then you're finally like oh we've been guessing all these we're always like guessing oh they're 1100 pounds or, yeah. or 1000 yeah. pounds or whatever and that it's like scale, no shit that scale Four. looked like the type used to to weigh commercial fishing brailers full of salmon. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you get a real good idea all of a sudden. You're like, wow. So all these bears that we've been saying weigh like 900 or 1,000 pounds probably are 12 to 1,400 pounds. Because yeah. yeah. that was an exceptionally big bear. But in the years that I worked there, we killed some bears that were in that same oh, yeah. caliber, you know, in it's, that yeah. like... 10-2 to 10-6 zone that were just, they're stocky. They're big. They're yeah. like heavy-bodied, beefy bears. It's still better to underguess than overguess. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's probably well, why, because, you, you know, as it, yeah, when you're actually dealing with a lot of bears, you know yeah. you know how easy it is to overguess now yeah. many people. There's some photo I see. I had to steal and post it the other day. Some guy's like, you know, it's like a picture of a one-year-old cub, and it's like... I didn't have a scale, didn't did weigh it, but guessing he was about three hundred. Is, is that <laughs> the Jesus. that's the one you sent in the group text? Yeah, I thought that was a joke. It is a joke. It was a joke. Oh, I thought Jeez. you were saying somebody Jeez. seriously <laughs> posted Pimple that, like, saying that no. I kill him like that all the time. <laughs> I, I would I spit can put him in the boat like two a whole hog. Right? Uh, no, I th- I thought what you just said was that. Somebody seriously oh, no. actually that. thought that no. that was the case. Yeah. No, I, yeah. So I, I was right when I thought it was a joke. Yeah, Just now yeah. I was wrong when I thought you said yeah. someone was being serious. Sorry, I didn't, mean, was like, I didn't mean to startle you. One and a, <laughs> one and a half mittens, not yeah. even quite two. <laughs> well, depending on the size of the person you're making the mittens for. Well, right. You could, yeah. <laughs> you could make a pair of diapers out of it. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. Anyway, the bears. killing bears is fun. It is. I was. I was. Ha- you know, I'm stoked that I, I tried those. Uh, those same. Those Great Plains um, mini balls in or your, whatever in my in my gun. Yeah. My gun's twisted one in, as a one in sixty six twist, wow. which is made for patch. It's designed for patch round balls, and that's right. what I shot my I shot my bears with last year. And a pat like. You've got in your head, you know, oh, a 50 cal muzzle loader, huge, you know, a 50 cal, which is, you know, you can get them in very slightly differing sizes, but like a Mm .490 round ball is not very impressive. It's like a little smaller than a marble, and it's, you know, like 175 grains or something right in that neighborhood. So it was, anyway, none of the bears I shot had an exit. Um, 
Which I didn't really expect because those things just mushroom totally you, flat. Mm. Do you think it would have exited with a harder with a harder lead ball? It's or, possible. Yeah. Um, Is there know, any reason to not use a harder lead ball? Oh, I don't know. Just whatever's in the box. Mm. You know, I don't even cast my own. I mean, maybe some people like mess around with different yeah. alloys, adding some other stuff to their lead. I, you know, it's just whatever you gotta draw the line box. somewhere you gotta you yeah. do have to draw I'm now done. i'm making my own like PBR, <laughs> pbr can percussion caps you know do you do you know the rifle twist in yours using them hollow points Frank? because his know. his is designed like some of these like some of these rifles yeah. are designed for shooting conicals yeah yeah and some and after you know i'd already built the gun and all this and then i'm like oh yeah i can't really shoot conicals but then start listening and guys some guys are like well you know you got to try different stuff and sometimes mm-hmm. those will stabilize and i've got a couple different there's like a thompson center conical that i have that seems to fit a little looser maybe than i'm comfortable with you might have to like foul it a shot but um that seems to stabilize those good like they're not keyhole and they're not the bullets yeah. aren't turning sideways at 100 yards they're cutting clean holes and those 385, the great Hornady, great plain ones, cut clean holes too. I still need to see if I can work mm. up a load that's going to be. That's what I probably would prefer to shoot a moose with. But I was like on the on the warpath, like I got to, you know, I want to do patch round balls this year. And man, I mean, I knew, you know, it worked. The grizzly I shot, yeah. it, I knew it wouldn't exit, but I just made sure and shot him, you know, a double lung ribs shot, and it jacked him up pretty good. I mean, he mm-hmm. was. It punch you know punch a three quarter inch hole in the in the entrance side of the ribs. Man, I feel a muzzle loading certification coming on. Do it. It's easy. It's easy, dude. You just take the you take the course and you go like. But you don't need it for a general season. No, hunt. you don't. But no, there, but you know, I'd like the opportunity of the the more seasons. Yeah. There, there's some That's more opportunity with it a little bit. But you don't put it in for draws, so I fucking forgot last <laughs> time. That's true. God damn it. <laughs> That's true. One in twenty twist. Yeah, that's pretty quick compared <clears throat> well, to what, one in sixty-six. Um, There's a lot of shit here. I got to read. Yeah. I'm just kind of skimming real quick and right. looking, but that's what it's looking like. No, this yeah. guy says one in forty-eight twist. Uh huh. That's yeah. That makes more sense. One than in, one in 20. says one in twenty, and then the later ones were one in thirty-eight. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Frank's going to shoot his bears with Sierra Nevada <laughs> caps. <laughs> Made him a botch. That cap maker's pretty cool. Pretty cool deal. I have yet to actually like actually go shoot it, one. but putting it on the rifle like it's got enough juice to blow the cap or blow a patch out the muzzle. We'll be doing a bunch of shooting oh. here before too long because yeah. I gotta. I put that peep sight on mine. Oh, that's right. I'm gonna. So I gotta figure all that out and re refigure that. I do Doctor, a lot better with a Doctor freaking Death peep sight. Peep sight. Is it like yeah. a real tight one or a fairly open? Well, you, it's super oh, tight, but it's like you can unscrew the thing oh, and like right. where it screws into, it's got it like the threaded part. So if it's like dark, you know, late night, yeah. I can take that out and doesn't matter. I shot a deer with it, taken out one yeah. time, so it'll work no matter what. Oh, At yeah. ten yards, I better not fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <clears throat> no, springtime's coming. I'm ready yeah. for it. I've had enough. I like winter. I do winter shit, but I've had enough. Yeah. Anybody in their right mind has had enough at this point. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. It's good though. I'm like, I was thinking the other day, like I was driving home from work. I'm like, man, this winter feels like it just lasted. It didn't, but it lasted a little bit longer than yeah. Than and each one, few. each one will. <laughs> each one seems to be a little longer. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all happening. That's what's cool is it happens quickly. Once spring actually starts. Well, I mean, technically spring started, but yeah. once the snow starts melting, it goes so freaking fast. It'll be quick. Yeah, it'll be quick. A couple of weeks will be. There's light at 10 o'clock at night. It's light at, at 5 yeah. o'clock in the morning. Oh, I've been so looking you forward know? to that. I wake up and it's light out and, and I get off work and it's still light out. Yeah, it's huge. Oh. That's a big boost, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No it's about, this, about it. Yeah, it's about the time of year for people to start going crazy, though. Your phones start lighting up this time of year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. They need to. I'm going to start taking vitamin D in August this year. I got to remember. I'm done. I started yeah. taking it last fall, and I'm not going to ever stop. I'm just going to yeah. continually take it year round. So, a, a friend of mine I went to high school. We graduated same time. She's a pharmacist. She takes vitamin D year round. That's what. I, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. Drops what, or pills or what? I just she take a takes pill. Pills. Yeah, one a day or yeah. yeah. When I, at night before I go to bed, when I'm brushing my teeth, I just take one. I guess you got to take night. calcium too to help your body absorb the vitamin D. Well, I, what the, I'm hoping that I'm getting calcium from everything else that I'm <laughs> eating. You right. know, yeah. Drinking. No, I take. I just take like uh, ten thousand units or whatever mm-hmm. of. Of a D, like vitamin D in the morning. Yeah, I do it at night, but chewies, chewies. (laughs) Oh, the sky's the limit. You're in the high end. I went for the cheapest ones they had available. Actually, they don't because they have freaking some of the pill. The first stuff that I got was these fucking horse pills. Like I was like, (laughs) holy shit, these things are enormous. I can't take these fucking things. Are they the round white ones or no? I got these little. Now the ones that I have are these little clear ones. They're tiny, huh. and they're a lot nicer. Do you notice the difference? Other things. Uh, you know what I notice is like when I wake up in the morning, I, I'm not like fuck this. I, I kind of am just like okay, I'm yeah. awake, get up, get out of bed, and go. Yeah. That was one thing that I notice about it. I've been. It's I, not that like dragon feeling in the morning where, where you, I'm just it like it takes all day to get moving yeah where I'm like God, I feel like here. I'm still laying in bed at 10 o'clock in the morning no. it's like that's gone I drag a but little but it takes bit. a while yeah I, like you have to take them for like a month before you it's a before I was like thing. okay now like I feel like something's happening that's yeah. why that's <clears> why springtime is so weird because people think oh, I should feel better now. It's been light for three weeks. It yeah, takes it a while. No, it takes yeah. some time. Well, and this time, I mean, the way it is now, you're not actually getting this like no. skin sun exposure, even though you no like, exactly. Um, but no, like I, I I've been and I'm taking not, it really regular for like almost all winter. Good, I feel really I have good. been all winter, I and I'm done. I'm really not. I'm going to take it all through the summer yeah. too, and like not stop just continually take the stuff yeah what i just been take i've been taking that and uh of course i got you know i never sleep through the night anymore with three kids now but uh but uh no i mean overall like once i get up in the morning i feel great yeah Um, you know tyler if you if you let them grow up a little bit and stop having them eventually you'll get to sleep through (laughs) the night again 
<laughs> I don't even remember what that's like. My my youngest is is going to be four in August. We've been sleeping through the night for a while now. Well, I have. I don't know about Erica. I guess daughter comes in in the middle of the night and wants to cuddle up to mama still. So I sleep yep. just fine. You sleep just fine. Yeah, I, I, I've, I sleep forgotten. Good. I've forgotten. I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally a liar, though. I never sleep good, and I never have. So yeah. it doesn't even fucking matter. I wake up like 10 times a night oh, on average. Lately, I wake up maybe about an hour before I want to. I just have never slept good in my entire life. Like, never. Somewhere around 30. Like, somebody could drop a freaking pin and it wakes me up. Really? Like, any kind of noise. He's got to try to sleep in the same tent as me when we go sheep (laughs) That's why, like, when I'm sheep hunting, I'm like, okay, well, I don't sleep for 10 fucking days. (laughs) I finally get so exhausted, I'll get. Like two nights of no sleep with him snoring. Do you bring earplugs? And then, oh, yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. No. Have you ever slept next to this dude? <laughs> it's like a fucking two-stroke outboard with straight pipes on it. I guess I have a timer too. Yeah. Um, no. So I, yeah, I, I hear. So I just don't. And it's not that it's him snoring. Like in general, I don't sleep good. That just happens at all. to be what it is. Yeah. I, I hear that my snoring like, isn't as bad since I drop a little weight. I'm sure. It's, I've I've heard that about people. I've, I mean, I've not heard it about myself. The neck roll stopped <laughs> the choking. Neck roll out. <laughs> the triple chin. <laughs> Restricting much, the airway. How much have you lost? Uh, like 37 pounds or so. Good for you, man. Damn. You're wasting away. Yeah, not quite. Almost down. Like I was, because what I was like two, was two. 58 or so mm-hmm. in October. And I'm like, Holy Working out or not working out? Not working out. So what then? Just not eating? Just not. Just all I did basically, like, not like full, like, keto, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. but basically just, like, cut way back on my carbs uh-huh. and, like, no sugar. I mean, maybe, like, one day a week or every other week, like, I'll just have, like, whatever Fucking I want for dinner. I'll four just... bags of Oreos. <laughs> half a gallon of ice cream. <laughs> you got to have a cheat every gotta, once you in a while. That. Otherwise, you go But crazy. basically, you know, so a lot of salad, salad, meat, and vegetables, you know, cheese and nuts and stuff like that, you, you know. Like so I, How long has it been? <laughs> I, love, I love some salty, spicy nuts. <laughs> How long has it been? When did you start? Like October or so. Oh, wow. You know, so it's so, gradual. Yeah, gradual. I mean, I'll go like to where you know I'll drop a couple pounds, maybe three pounds, and then it'll kind of plateau for a little bit, and then I just don't change anything, and yep. then start losing a little more. And I had mind like because I'm like right at two twenty, two twenty one right now, and uh, that's I'll, where I'm at. I've plateaued right there, and I think because I plateaued it, I'd be at, like. Yeah, I lost a bunch initially, and then... Can you imagine me at 220? <laughs> You'd you be shaped like a marshmallow. <laughs> you guys could fucking roll me anywhere you want. Just like kicking me and rolling me around. At my, at my heaviest, I was 250. Oh, my God. My, no, knees, my knees would just, like, fold backwards like a fucking flamingo. <laughs> But, uh, oh, so, yeah, I was, I had mine, you know, not lifting weights a bunch, like probably 215 to 205 to 215 would be, is pretty good weight for me. So, yeah, well, I'll get there. We'll see. If I can I'm see not, it's not like a goal. Yeah, fuck it. A goal. It's just there, like as there. long as I, you know, I'm doing good and feeling good and 
Whatever it doesn't, it, not everything has to be some huge freaking no, production no, and no, no, no. look at me type of thing. But I'm yeah, feeling feeling good and like as I mean as much as anything, I'm just ex- excited about being able to like throw an extra five gallons of gas in the boat or <laughs> yeah. extra bag of dog food or something like that. You know, if extra I could, gallon of fucking vanilla ice cream, <laughs> another case of beer. Yeah. If I could see 200 by the end of the year, I'd be pretty happy. And I'm shorter than Tyler. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's tough. I think because you know, way back when the doctor, I was like, and I think I was like 240 something at the time, or mm-hmm. and the doctor like called me obese. I think I've told the story, mm-hmm. and I'll lose when I go sheep hunting type of thing. <laughs> um. I think he's like, yeah, you really should be like 195. I was like, I've been 195 when I was in high school and running all the time, you know, like running, you know, 60, 70 miles a week, and that's not healthy for me. I don't run anywhere anymore. (laughs) Nowhere. No reason. (laughs) No reason. No reason to ride bikes. If I'm running, you better try to keep up. (laughs) If you're running, it's because the rope isn't tied to the boat. That's exactly right there. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Temple knows that. But uh, I've seen boats float away. It's an unfortunate thing, especially if you can't swim. (laughs) Where's this thought? What? The dog? Go ahead. I was going to say this dog yours is getting pretty big. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's still a puppy, though. I bet she ain't even a year, is she? Nope. She's eight and a half, nine months. She's pretty calm for such a young pup. Dora's in explorer mode. <laughs> <laughs> she's getting better. Yeah. Good looking dog, though, for yeah. sure. Is she going to be a bird I dog? I fucking like labs, no. man. No? No, I'm not going to. I I actually want to take her, like, you know, sheep hunting and stuff with me. Yeah, nice. just, there you go. Do, you know, just Carry your own food. Freaking come with me. Yeah, I'm yep. going to do a lot of quick trips this year, so I figure she can handle a couple days at a time. I, I kind of want like a Chesapeake Bay Retriever. Yeah. I, I'd like to duck hunt more. The problem with duck hunting is it's, it, it's gets in moose the, it's, it yeah. gets in the way of my yeah. moose hunting. So yeah, the only reason I like... duck season around here is like 15 minutes. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's yeah. real short. Yeah. It's real short. Well, and... Like I think Chesapeake's mate was my uncle Jerry trained like trained Chesapeake's for years yeah. and had one that like got second at national trials sure. or something like that. Good dogs. He always told me, and what my experience with being around them a little bit is that they can be like fantastic retrievers, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they're like kind of like one, one man dogs. Oh, yeah. Like they're. Yeah. You know, he, my uncle Jerry, would always tell me. So, you know, even even baby, you know, his female, he's like, he could. He could park his truck in front of Fred Meyer with window rolled down and a stack of hundred dollar bills on the dashboard. And if she was in the truck, like no one was taking that. Awesome. You know, I had a like friend that had a Chessie, and and he he was like super well behaved just around him. But when you got other people around, that dog didn't want anything to do with some you. of them. Tend to be a little aggressive around other people. I mean, I'm just, I'm not a dog guy, yeah. so I'm just talking out of my ass a little bit. And from what I've what I've been told by people i know that have dealt with them but uh Hmm. now i've noticed uh, a very obvious change with her in the last maybe like 30 45 days yeah yeah she went she went through a stage where she was perfect and then a little hellion for a couple months 
And then now she's, you can tell. She's she hasn't chewed down. holes in any more of your sweaters, has she? No, but she's, you know, she's chewed up a shoe, I think, a week or two ago. Not like chewed up, but chewed on. Uh, no, I... They do definitely. Labs go through those stages. It's like just the way it when is. they're super young, you're like, "Holy shit, this dog will do anything I say!" And then all of a sudden, that's gone, it's and like, then it comes you. back <laughs> in. And yeah. the teenager comes and goes. Yeah, and yeah. And she's getting there. But as far as like the hunting comment, I mean, if I lived somewhere else, yeah, I'd pheasant hunt and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think the for, for me personally, all that you know, bird hunting and fishing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I do that when I can't go hunting. So I'm not gonna user for any birds this is random but for what a bird dog it was last night did you guys ever watch that andy griffith show oh yeah, yeah. so yeah. last we would like going back through on amazon or something watching that with the kids because it's just a good good heart good yeah, show, nice show. And <laughs> there was one where they're like at some they're at some you know at somebody's house at some like dance or something they're having and and like barney fife or andy says oh barney aren't you gonna he dance with someone. He's like, "Oh, this is full of dogs, man. It's just dogs here." And he's like, "If you were to fly a quail through here, every one of these girls would be on point." Oh my god, that's awesome. Jesus, kind of shit that you don't get to say anymore. <laughs> no, we're that, gonna get canceled now. Oh, that's funny. Oh, uh, we're we're already been canceled. I think Temple. No, I that's really like awesome. pheasant hunting and duck hunting when there was you know time for it. Yeah, but. I just prefer not to. I mean, what am I going to... I know people hunt grouse and ptarmigan. And oh, I love here. grouse. Yeah, yeah, it's fun, but... Is I it, like to zap them with the old yeah. thing, too. Yeah, right? well, Temple's idea, right, what Temple can... What most of us consider, like, say, when we say grouse hunting, hunting is not like... No. You know, your uppity <laughs> upland, you know, vest-wearing yeah. type of grouse oh, hunting. Uh, no. You know, it's... Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like... You know, I love pheasant hunting. It's it's a good time. I, I just like to wear the vest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Go kick them off the road. So pheasant hunt makes them. me think about the. Have you heard anything from Oliver? Oh, uh, their no, tarpon I trip. I, I talked to him yesterday, but I I didn't. I I guess I just didn't ask about fishing. I had asked uh-huh. him some other shit. Are they back? I don't know. No, they're in they're in they Florida. Be in right Florida, now. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seth leadered one oh, two, really? two days ago. I told I got, Seth to I, send me pictures. I asked him, he... I was like, I texted him, I was like, what's up, dude? Any any tarpon or what? And he's like, I uh, leadered one yesterday, I got it on the fly rod. So I think leader counts like you get them to the boat and you get a hold of the leader, it counts as like a caught fish. Yeah. So, and they're fly fishing. Well, yeah, the way so Oliver like, was oh. explaining, there's like, or, no, it's, well, when we were down, when, yeah, yeah, exactly. Couple different levels of like what happens the photo level, the leader level, and for like these tournaments and stuff, like you leader a fish, it counts. Interesting. Well, because in in those tarpon, because it's like, well, some of them Instagram pages, guys like calling out bullshit in the industry, like, you know, people, there's like tarpon are pretty sensitive fish as far as like like the big ones pulling them out of the like, from what I've heard, it's not even good for them to pull them out of the water and. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know anything about it, but it's, it's just it's, that's a totally different world. Yeah. It's interesting yeah. to me. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that they're. I mean, I'm so, super psyched. I know that when they before they left, they were just like, if we can just like get fish on the fly and like oh, fight them for a little yeah. while, it's like Success. considered an epic trip. Yep. And to have Seth tell me that like 
leadered one. Yeah, nice. I got my. I got. And they were one, worried about because the weather looked like shit. Yeah. So I don't know how how good they've been. Yeah. So uh, I, as far as I know, they might be in transit right now, coming back or whatever. But I, like two days ago, Seth said that nice. yeah, fish had been caught. So that's nice. super. Super what would cool. be your pike one if you get your steel leader up into the hole? <laughs> if, they, if you bump them against the bottom yeah, of the ice. If you lose them on the ice. Yeah, if you lose them on the ice, you caught that them. That don't no, mm-hmm. no. If I got a bite, it counts. <laughs> I need to ramp my numbers yeah. up. <laughs> oh, man, another one. Yeah. Oh, that was a 24-pounder. Let me get out the, let me get out the chalkboard. Felt yeah. good. I guess I, I guess I caught a dozen then. Mm-hmm. Because there were... There were some quacks that the janky stick didn't. You only pull you only brought six fish up through the ice. Five. I think I brought up six and I kept five. Oh, then I don't feel so bad. How many did you catch? I don't know. I caught I caught four or five good ones. Like nice. Like thirty four, thirty six inches. I didn't I catch any as big as Temple, but all the fish that we caught though were like nice fish. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Good. Big fish. It like was almost. It was so there may have been one that was like. I, I mean, I, I know the day I had three or four weeks ago. That doesn't happen to catch two forties at the fucking same hole and they're different fish. And one yeah, day, that was, yeah, that was. But it's nice to reel in, you know, solid mid upper thirty fish. It, it kind of scratched. Sure. It scratched the itch for yeah. me. Like it's. I've I'd been two years since I'd done that. I was ready because yeah. it's bad. Yeah. Like when, and that's part. Of like how do you. That day that I had last year in the Bulls, spring, where I was just saying, like, yeah. fucking fish. Uh-huh. That hole that I had was like, I couldn't even get the thing below the ice. It was like <laughs> they just had their mouths open underneath the hole, and we're just ready. Yeah. And that scratched my itch for probably like three years. Well, yeah, but in, in the, in the problem, yeah, maybe that's the problem with, because like, I can how do never you expect what, that ever yeah, again. You, yeah. It could, yeah, it, I, I wouldn't I think go my entire life. Compare everything you know? to that. How, how does, yeah, how do you gauge a good day when I don't get that pig of a fucking snow machine stuck? That's how I gauge a good day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like when we caught all those fish the first time we, you know, were were baiting bears, and it was like, oh, yeah, that was yeah. nuts too. Fuck, you know, this is unreal. And then. Oh, the course, the next time we made it up there, we were like, yes, yes, yes. Damn. Like Nothing. 10 cast. I'm like, what? This place sucks. <laughs> what the hell and is going on? we still caught quite a few fish, you right. know, but, but it's, then, just, but it's, it's not. just like Nick was saying. You're like, you set this bar <laughs> that's unobtainable, you know, and it's like these things only happen every once yeah. in a while. No matter how good you remember it being, it, it'll. And it's not even like remember that. it because it was that. Good. No, no, but you know what yeah, I mean. Like, still, yeah. like it's you, always a should have been here saying. yesterday thing. Yeah. Well, that to to me, like that means something. But at, at the same time, whoever was there yesterday and told you probably doesn't really even know. Maybe how good it could. You know, somebody goes down there and catches ten pike in a day. They're happy as shit. Oh, fuck ten yeah. pike in a day is not a good day. That's a. That's, That's a pretty slow, slow yeah. day. I mean, truthfully, I'm happy with ten pike, and and yes, and a lot of people are. But until you had a day where you land forty or fifty, I've or <laughs> more, I have not had one you know, of those days. Yeah, I, yeah. and we're not and, and we and we're not and, saying and we and have, the hammer right. handles don't even count. Like anything under twenty five <laughs> inches doesn't even count. Yeah. yeah, you know, you're talking like fifty, like big good ones. F- yeah. So yeah, I never think, had that good of fishing. But we, we people do that with everything that they do. Like, oh, you know, the the hunting for such and such was so good back, you know, whenever, and, and they, you know, then they they 
that's their that's their baseline for having a yeah. So then it's like, oh well, it's, <laughs> it's terrible like, now. Yeah. Because when when really it was probably pretty good, yeah. but it just wasn't what you remembered it being. You know, five eight years ago. Whatever yeah, that's gonna be a tough thing to balance because that's mm-hmm. kind of like your stereotypical old guy. Oh, everything's ruined now. Type yeah. of mentality. You know, all the sheep hunting's no good in here anymore. When you know it may be good, it may have just changed or it may have gotten better in different areas it's just you try to like recreate that same experience that you had because yeah. that's what you're chasing like that's what think I mean. about for instance folks that um that came up in the you know the 80s and 90s to hunt the Mulchatna herd for caribou yeah. and then they you know they now non-residents came and hunt the Mulchatna herd but they have these stories of all the you know these caribou and even residents yeah. that went there you know a fantastic place but that, I mean, that's a prime example of, fuck, it was incredible. And then, you know, now it, it still might be for residents in some areas or whatever. But yeah. that particular spot is you, a non-resident can't even hunt it anymore. So it went from unbelievable, you know, to, oh, shit, there's not even enough for us to hunt. Yeah. But and then but in the same, you know, on the same time, other, other herds, other herds have, are doing way, yeah. way better. You know, it was interesting, like they were, uh, I think it was in. Like the forward, whether I don't know if it was Reardon or Chuck Gray, like you, you know, guys are always like whatever generation you're in, it was always better 50 years ago or 100 years ago, and they're like, you know, it was to, in the in the con. I know exactly what you're saying in the context of this, <clears throat> and stuff changes, you know. Right, but right, in the right. context of this, like what I'm talking about, they're like, you know, talking about Frank Glazer. He, they're like, yeah, he was like. He was in his time, you know. Yeah, and he was everyone, probably the exception, not the rule. Yeah. It, not everybody was running around having the success that he had. You know, if there was 200 trappers that were kind of living the same life as him, I promise you yeah. that he was, you know, the exception. So when you think? Yeah. No, I would think so. I it's mean, no different otherwise than nowadays. Would be, you know, it's not like, because you wonder, you know, you, you hear like, he got the ended up with publicity, and you know there was other guys like just like you know we sit here and talk shit and talk about mm-hmm. how cool we are and what like that. Well, I'm damn cool, <laughs> but, uh, there's, but there's people that are listening that don't nobody knows about that are badasses. Oh yeah, or people oh, that for like sure. you know there's I think of probably you know ten people off the top of my head that just for don't have sure. any don't have any interest in yeah saying anything about it but have done way cooler yep. shit than i've done you know yeah yeah i don't know where i was going with that getting oh all no philo- we were talking, all about, we're talking about how you thought how you know how so, so many people say oh it the was good so good days. 10 the years good ago or days. 20 years ago the bad but, old days but really depending on who you talk it's to. pretty damn good right now mm-hmm. i mean like i I would guess that there's more money raised for conservation and and keeping an eye on game populations and all that stuff. Like there's there's more like active. Um, Is guess. that right, Steve? No. Yeah. Wait, wait, don't call me Steve, <laughs> or don't call me late for dinner. And don't call me Steve. Uh, <clears throat> but there's You're there's right. certainly more 100%. money and more yeah. more you know you effort know. put into yeah. keeping yeah. what we have, what we you know what we have. Yeah, and the abil- and the ability to like monitor. Yep. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Which uh did you did you get the I emailed you today. Yes. Did you look at those proposals I wrote? 
When did you email me? Today. Uh, apparently, no, he is. I said I emailed you today, and he's What's, like, yes. I got an email from Trevor What's today email? as well. And I <laughs> got to, no, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't see it. Oh, no. I, I'm working on a couple of proposals because they... I remember email back when the hunting was good. Back when the hunting was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the good old days. Back in the good old I'll, days. I'll take a look I got at this email picture sent to me. It was an email chain. Are they pretty good ideas? No, they're terrible. <laughs> well, I, I think they're pretty yeah. good ideas. Well, because they, uh, if like people aren't where we're talking about the board of game, you know, they're they were supposed to have their meetings last spring. It's yep. like South Central units, and each like of those meetings, they do a certain statewide. number of statewide. They cover a certain number of statewide regulations or accept proposals for yep. a certain like specific regulations in the statutes. Anyway, the COVID stuff like postponed all their meetings a mm-hmm. year, and they just like recently reopened, reopened um, for new proposals uh, to be included in this round of meetings whenever they finally happen. But uh, no, I did one, um, which I've talked about a little bit before, basically to eliminate uh, eliminate the requirement to get your sheep horns plugged. Now I like. My issue isn't with the ceiling. What it was, it would change the language. I mean, in theory or whatever. Basically, either make either change the ceiling method to just a locking tag in the skull cap, or, or skull um, like through the eye socket or a hole drilled in the skull cap. Um, you know, ideally, it'd be nice to like give people the choice because some people don't know no better and like having holes drilled in the back of their horns, um, and but. Ideally, give people the option of just a, a locking tag in the skull cap or the the plug. But basically, is to elim- my idea is to eliminate the requirement for the the horn plug for sheep sealing methods. Okay, so my right off the bat, the only rebuttal I would have to that is what what happens when you mount it? Uh, you can cut the pl- look, cut the seal off just like you can with a grizzly bear, a wolf, a wolverine, a lynx. Any other like big Any game of or the trophy, CITES trophy things. animals, CITES, like because the CITES animals I think would even have a stronger, <clears throat> a stronger case for requiring permanent sealing. The but they that's they crazy. Don't. They, they don't. That's they crazy. Freaking sheep have a permanent sealing mark on them forever. Yeah. yeah whereas bears nothing after their after their nope. been taxidermy and everything. You can re- you can remove the seal good from point. the hide. Almost good point. I didn't like even think destruction, of the comparison. Destruction of trophy and that's, value in that in for a way every sheep. That's the way. that's I mean, the way I that's the way I worded it. Is it you know the the current the, the way the statute's written? It requires permanent damage be done to the trophy itself. Um, it for the sealing process. Now, um, the statute that in. in where it's listed in what they're covering under the board of game, it doesn't say moose, but the, under that statute is moose antlers for like units, mm-hmm. part of unit seven. Mm-hmm. And both of that for sheep specifically, and that one, one area moose, it says shall be permanently sealed. And so, which I didn't know what that meant for moose. So I called like fishing game in Anchorage and just whoever, whatever person and tech answered the desk. Um, I'm like, so what do you guys do to permanently seal moose from Unit 7? And it's like a locking tag that can be removed, and they, like, drill a hole in the back of each horn or antler is what he said. So I don't know what all that entails, but that's what – No, of course that, not, they just drill a hole? I, I, that's 
that's what I understood of it. So, you know, and that leads to, oh, well, why do you, like, what's up? Why are you asking? And so I'm leaving, and it's irritating because there's, it's just, it's like, why would you, you know, and I'm like, well, I'm doing this proposal, so you can, you know, you can just have your sheep sealed with a locking tag in the skull. Well, what if you cut it out? So I'm like, why Why do you just automatically accept that there's an implicit need to have it I'll permanently sealed? Yeah. There isn't. The seal came, well, in the first two years that sheep were required to be sealed, 2004 and 2005, it was a locking tag in the skull cap. I remember because in 2004, I killed my first sheep, and they put a fucking green plastic locking tab in the skull cap. The other argument that I've had, I'm like, well, you're going to drill holes in this shit. Because I, I was, like, first few sheep that I shot, I was just like, why you got to do that? Why you got to do that? Like, what's just a fucking asshole about the it? person probably didn't even know. And, no. Oh, we were yeah. like, oh, it doesn't matter. Taxidermists can fill this in, like, putty this in. You know, it doesn't even matter. They can, like... If they can regenerate horns, they can like fill that little spot in. So I'm like, so I should pay to have a taxidermist fill a fucking hole that you just drilled in my yeah, no. horns on my antler that are on, on my horn that aren't necessary to start with in my mind. I agree with him. Um, but half these sheep in here didn't go to a taxidermist. No, <laughs> that doesn't even fucking matter. But they what didn't. doesn't matter is they don't drill deep enough. To get the plug to go in deep enough to actually like, plug they're it, almost yeah, flush on the edge of the horn. Well, so it's and, like, and the drill bit is set so it can only go that deep. Well, they you got know? a couple. They put a collar on it, right? Yeah. So they'd have to like move. In. Anyway, who sets that up? So, you know. So it's yeah, like, no, it's bullshit. You know, and, each one of these is different. There's a different depth to it. You know. So there's all sort of shit that's like, well, you say one thing and then I get the other thing. And legally, you can't remove it. <clears throat> now you couldn't remove it and fill it in legally because it says permanently sealed. At least that's yeah, how I inter- interpret it. Permanent, right? So, um, so anyway, you know, to bring it in line with you know grizzly bears, even grizzly bear like grizzly brown bear skulls have to be sealed. But when you, you clean can them, them, you off. can cut the seal off. Yeah. What it boils down to is like is Wild Sheep Foundation pushed that because that's what they've pushed and had accepted for sealing sheep horns in basically every other state in Mexico. The plugs? Yeah, and Canada does them too. Yeah, just because it's standard. And, you know, I don't know that there's a record kept of, like, where, but in theory, it's like, all right, well, you have a sheep plug with a serial number on it. Oh, where'd they kill that sheep? What, you know, that there's, like, some record tied. There's no... In, in my proposal specifically, is like, all right, there's unnecessary damage done to the sheep. That's what I'm upset about is, like, you're drilling a hole in my sheep horns. That's not cool. And uh, But it doesn't provide any benefit to the state. It doesn't provide any any uh, you actually, know, testing a, it samples. It doesn't, it doesn't provide mm-hmm. well. And I think what it gets is because I think step. Wild Sheep Foundation pays for the plugs, which, oh, I'll get, okay, I'll donate the state a thousand bucks to pay for all the locking tags for five years in the state. You know, it's not expensive. Um, but I think they, I think Sheep Foundation does pay for those, but um, it's just, it's just like leverage as far as I can see it anyway. Um, it doesn't provide anything beyond that the locking tag wouldn't provide the state. If they need to sample for Movi, they can do that. If they need like some DNA sample, they can get I'd it be, off the skull plate. I'd the, be, yeah. There's I'd, nothing. There's no service that the plug provides. 
you know, maybe like one person has had their sheep horns recovered because the troopers found a plugged set of horns in some freaking thieves storage unit. I don't, I don't know. But I'd be curious to hear what the actual benefit is. I don't think there is one. Um, you know, it's not, it's not going to prevent like illegal take any more than just sealing with a locking tag no. would. You know, you don't have to seal winter kill horns. You know, any pickup horns you don't have to seal. You don't have to seal retroactively seal old sheep mounts that you have. You know, if you take care of a set of horns, you don't know if they're if they're one year old or twenty years old no. or thirty or, years or old. Longer than that, yeah, exactly. You can shoot rams, pop the horns off, and put them on a mount and say you found them. No, yeah. that's the other thing is like is and and I could see an argument coming up like, oh well, you know, you're not sealing the horns, you're sealing the skull cap. Well, not well. You're the the plug only seals one horn, so that's making an assumption that both horns are naturally affixed to the skull cap. You know, like you know. So what's the difference? And you just seal the skull cap. I think you'd have a pretty good argument. I just also think that you're going to have a. It'd be pretty hard to get it turned. It might be. But I mean, just I bet there'd pe- be a lot of support for because it. it's been that way for a while, and people, you know, it's just coming going back to a lot of things. If you don't remember what it was like before, and then why would you, you know? You just why accept you it. You accept yeah. it as the way it is. Yeah, you, and some people even like it. You know, like the, the like the kid at fishing game. Well, why would you do that? Why? What's well, then? It wouldn't be permanent. Well, that's the general idea. That I don't have to have, you know, a permanent hole put in my sheep horns. Mm-hmm. You know, it may be like a little thing, but that's always fucking pissed me off bad. You know, I hate it every time that I yeah. take a sheep in to get it sealed. It just like makes me fucking cringe when they pull out a drill. You know, like oh my. God. I think I think the ba- I think you know where it might have <clears throat> some is. ground is that it's destruction n- of trophy in it my is. mind it is it always has been you it know? might only be sure you know is. this much but, but it, it's it is. something yeah. it's it's not permanently natural. it permanently alters the trophy in a way that can't be like you know you and you damage a brown bear hide by putting the seal in but it's in a way that can be completely hidden and repaired and taken out and taken out and yeah. removed and you'd never know it was there you know it's and i think that's where it might have some standing with people like the board that may be indifferent to it. I think that you'd get support from that. And I also think that you have a good enough argument that if you went and um, talked in person or however they're going to do it, that you could hold your own ground yeah. and well, it makes sense. And I think, I think, you know, to a person that's indifferent that could care less either way, you know, I think that like the board, you know, maybe bringing it in, um, accordance or coherence making it consistent with how other trophy animals are sealed yeah the the cool thing about the bog process and all that stuff when you submit a proposal and you go and testify on it is that you actually get to hear typically a a side that you never thought of before and i'd be curious to hear what the rationale behind keeping the plug would be because i'm sure they have there's there's something somebody's gonna have something to say yeah yeah, and and i'd be i'd just be super interested to hear the other side of the argument and that's what's cool about the you know they they haven't they haven't busted any poachers because of lack of the plug you know it's like i'm and i i am fully behind this i have no problem with the sealing process or getting your sheep sealed but i like it's just it well, the I would be shocked is, if it was more than if it was like any any you know more than maybe one or two or just a handful 
of cases that were maybe that that whether you know someone had illegal t- you know took an illegal ram whatever that the plug is what was the case hinged on you know what i mean yeah never no i don't think it exists <laughs> you know i haven't been able to find anyone that knew well, anything how, about anything like that it just doesn't once it's got the plug in it you can sell it you can do whatever the fuck you want with it so how could that ever hinge on an illegal because it's you been, could take an it's illegal been deemed, it's plug. been de- deemed legal at that point in time you could you, you could, could take t- a sheep plug out of that sheep and stick it in a six-year-old sheep that somebody shoots or whatever. Or you find shoot or one whatever. illegally and take it and get it sealed exactly. and have a plug put in, too. Yeah. Like, so it, <clears throat> I'd be curious to hear what... Yeah. No, I mean, <clears throat> from my perspective, it seems like a you know shooting fish in the barrel type of thing. You know, it, it would be interesting to hear... Same time. What, saves time for the people at... Fishing game that yeah. are and then that are dealing with your sheep as well, and then instead of you know if wild sheep does in fact pay for the plugs, they could donate that money that they're using for that to something else. And what also chaps my ass about the plug is that they're not even any order. No, Mm-mm. so like the Fairbanks office has you know fucking whatever ones Delta reach in and ones. grab yeah. one. It's like what is this tr- number? You know, random nothing. troopers that are going around because they'll like I've had one ram uh-huh. sealed in the field. Sure, I've heard that before. You know, yeah, which is just as easy to do. Just you know, take your drill, and if you if you if you have your skull, put it through the eye socket. If you have it skull capped, like I'm okay with a little hole getting drilled in the skull cap, and pop a locking tag in there. You know, it's not that, it, but it's not a permanent visible feature that's like being. You wouldn't have to it. Just chaps my ass, skull. man. I mean. No, you, you wouldn't, but, like it, you but if, put, you ju- if you just you skull cap something. them through the oh, middle, I got through the middle of the eye sockets yeah. in a fashion. Get an extension to the locking tag just like they do for a moose with too big of bases. You get yeah, by the extension around, and wrap around, around the, the middle. Or middle yep. yeah. Wrap yep. it around the middle of the skull plate. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's, there's ways that go around it. And from everybody, you know, like even in fishing game, whatever they've talked to is like, yeah, this is just the sheep foundation pushing it is what. So what you guys I are talking why. about? I well, if you want, if you talk, yeah, if you it, if you talk to like some old timers or conspiracy guys that really don't like WSF, they're like, oh, them guys just want to be able to look at this big set of horns and oh, there's a serial number right on them. Let's figure out where they, you know, just to have a record of everything. Why do they need a record of my sheep as long as it's legally taken? I go check it in, make sure mm-hmm. they get whatever measurements they want yeah, for and, their and, studies. And, and, and by the way, you don't need the locking or the the skull, the plug, any of that nothing. shit to go ask for like the book. Any of the information, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you have to if you're sealing it. You have to give all the information anyhow. Yeah, yeah it's tied to a certain one, but you, you have all that information right in front of you. Yeah, you no, want. there's yeah. no there to me. There's no and there's I keep you know circling. <laughs> a circle back sake or whatever. <laughs> There's no logical reason. To, I mean, see what what your what your problem is is you're talking about shit that makes sense. I don't know if you've noticed, but we've seemed to have established that those who who are, <laughs> who make these decisions ain't exactly about that which makes sense. Yeah, no. I mean, sometimes you like to. I've been kind of on a hiatus for about 10 years of doing any kind of proposals or anything like that. Um, you know, and some of the stuff I, some of the stuff I like proposals looking back that I've done in the past, you know, Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, Frank pulled one one of his Frank skulls. Okay. 
Frank pulled one of his rams off the wall, and Temple's getting to see what a real set of sheep I'm horns looks like. I'm set of sheep horns. It's it's really quite exciting. Well, that's what the plug looks like. That's because I could see you're like. I I was a I didn't really know what was yeah. going on, but damn, they could have made it like a millimeter deeper, and if you wanted, you could putty over it. But it's still yeah, but, not. Gonna but be it's the still same. not going to be the same. No, and it's ridiculous to even this have is, that. This, have that there. This, the, <clears throat> I'm going to have a seizure if I think about this too hard here. Get, God, that thing's heavy. Son of a bitch. Yeah, and I don't even know that they have, like, it, you know, that that's like some database that you can look up the plug. But, but still, regardless, it's, it just doesn't yeah. make... There's, there's. There hasn't been any, any argument that I didn't have an an, that I didn't at least in my mind have an answer for, mm-hmm. to convince me that the plug is something that needs that needs to happen. It's just in our in the context of like our state, I just don't think it's this isn't a thing that needs to happen. So my other proposal was regarding um, the cell cameras on bear baits, and it was kind of like a, uh, I mean my when they because. When you're going through the proposal process, there's a form that you list, you know, what context your proposal is in, what game units it would apply to, what statute it reflects, you know, or or Mm -hmm. might make changes to. The first one's basically what's the issue to, uh, you want the board to address with the purpose of your submitting this proposal. And it was something, you know, basically along the lines, like I, and I can't remember, was it 90, because the administrative code, like 5AAC 92.080, I think is this one where it is talking about wireless communication. And there's a few years ago, because we have done, you know, talked about how they, they made several of these like specific clarifications or items under 080. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like I... I think I is the one. The it's like number seven. It's illegal methods of take. It's unlawful methods of take. Yep. Number seven, and then I the number seven, and then I is the one that I think says camera or other sensory device that can is capable of sending wireless messages or, or something like that. But, um. Anyway, basically, my like the issue. I'm like I would like to see this brought back to be consistent with the or there's a discrepancy between that and the line below it which is h i think that says you may or um you know wire you may not take an animal with a it's like all a continuation of the sentence you may not take an animal with the aid of yes and then it says wireless communication until 3 a.m the day following the communication, same thing that same like the flying. trooper was calling about. Same thing as flying. Same thing the trooper was like saying that we're trying us, to shoot yeah. sh- shooting sheep that you directed me to or whatever that I like you know texted him about on the GPS <clears throat> or um you know and then we ended up killing sheep several days later. Um, it's that type of item. So I was because there same is that flying. there is that yeah there is that three AM but it's f- all it's all categorized under. The same rules as same day flying hunting. Yeah. So it, like yeah. you can't do you can't hunt until three a.m. the next day. But right. kind of. But thing. item I, I think it's item <clears throat> I 
specifically says the language in there, you know, says cameras that, so basically you cannot use cameras or sensory devices that can send messages, which you could interpret to mean your cell phone. Like you go check your bait up. There's a big bear on there. You get back to town, text your buddy. Oh, there's a big bear on, there was a big bear on there last (laughs) night and he he goes and hunts the next night and kills it. That would technically be be illegal the way that reads. So make it apply like the flying. So you got to, that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm getting to is I, and I gave like a couple options. Like you could do, you, you, you could leave the language, you know, camera or sensory device and then comma, except, you know, except, um, um, stationary like sensory cameras that can transmit messages may be used when placed within a hundred feet of a bear bait station, you know, subject to the 3 AM, you know, Mm because immediately below the line below that is the wireless communication until 3 AM, blah, 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 blah. Um, so basically that would let you use what, you know, wireless cameras where you can even use them. Yeah. Which is within a, you know, on a bear bait station, but you still can't, shoot a bear until you until 3 a.m. the day after you get the picture well it doesn't that and then the next the, fine. Yeah, yeah and then the other option i noted is <clears throat> I, was, I was like you know this could be accomplished by this or like number sure. one or number two and number two was eliminate the length the sentence um h or i or whatever it was that says you know camera blah 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 and then just change the language of the wireless to make a general thing where you know, yeah, yeah. you cannot you cannot take an animal with the aid of wireless communication, including, you know, audio like audible text, photo, or video sent until three a.m. the day following. So, basically, you know, if you wanted to put one up like on a moose trail, you could, but you can't hunt until you can't hunt that moose until three a.m. the following day. If yeah. that makes sense, that that's what makes more sense to me to just blanket be like, all right, well, you can use these things. But you can't, and I think that general the, the, way covers like the the because there's a lot of discrepancy. Like, oh, you know, what does your cell phone do or not? Where you know you could call someone on a landline if they're on a landline and there's moose in your yard and tell them there's moose in your yard, but you can't do it on a cell phone. You know, and technically now you may not be able to come back to town and call someone on your cell phone and say, oh, I saw a bull, a bull moose or you know, in this yeah. area or had a blood or, you know, you know, hunting partner. Oh, well there was, you know, our, our state, our you camera told our, them what you saw and you told on, you what on, you saw on, on like a communal bait on a and communal then all of a sudden the next and then day they go, the hunt. Yeah. Day they go hunt. Yeah. You know, none of that, like none of that is like directly giving you an unfair advantage beyond what the equipment you're already allowed to use is. And that was yeah. my argument. I'm like, and so the argument I see them bringing up would be the fact that it, essentially unenforceable if they do allow cell cameras whereas right now it's reading you basically cannot use them uh, so that's so pretty is, enforceable. so is same like, day airborne and so is you right. know there's a lot of like unenforceable regulations that they that they go for i, I mean i can i agree and that's what i would say to that is there's you know you're not you're not allowed to hunt a sheep that you've seen from the air during the season yeah. is that enforceable you know i think this would provide like a more specifically defined and well it, and an avenue for people to responsibly use this stuff and and it would be um it, w- it would align everything across the board as opposed yeah. to being like oh you can't do this but you could be out in an airplane right and you can see something and go shoot it which is way more active than a passive uh 
trail camera. Yeah. Right. You can actively look for something, wait yeah. till the next day and shoot it, but you can't passively look for something and, and have a and picture. Wait. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and I put in there, you like in the, in the, the first part, I'm like, they do, you know, the primary advantage to using them. If you are in an area where you can use them, is it like just saves you time and fuel, you know, you're, it doesn't, as far as like, you know, the idea and like what most people say is, oh, well, you can just sit and wait for a picture and go kill the bear. Bullshit. That's the not. The fucking chances yeah. of like, by the time you get there. And, no. okay. and right. even, the if, you, even if and you're even in if a it's spot, still on the bait, it's going to spook off when you so, go into And even ghost. if you're in a spot where you're like a few hundred yards away, you know, and you can just, you know, you're kind of hiding on the backside of a hill and you can get a picture and creep over and shoot. Then the three a.m. requirement would would and it's easy to program almost all those cameras that I've seen that? that you can you can program and send them all your pictures. Who's at going once. to that like level of? No, I mean I, most I know, of this but, shit is like so remote. Yeah, that, um, like where you're trying to deal what, with this. shit. What if you got a picture of a bear that you wanted to shoot while you were sitting on the bait and it got sent see to this your is camera. So. The, you know this is what. Um, not that it would no, matter. No, what, what, what there. the way in what, what at fought, the end? But at the end, mm-hmm. I put in the end, I put you know you you know most of these cameras you can program them to send them all the pictures in a twenty four hour period like once a day. At least you know sure. back when they were legal, the camera that I, that I yeah. that I used you could. Um, so you can you can stay in compliance easily. You know you have it send all your pictures at eleven thirty or eleven forty five or whatever p.m. for that. <clears throat> previous 24 hours i'd have them send at 301 or something right no but you would want it before midnight <laughs> right. because like then, oh it's the next three, day so so you <laughs> could hunt the next so you could hunt the next night yeah, yeah 1159 sure you know okay. so and then you know if if you're past midnight or you're coming up on that time like you may have to like turn off your phone or something i don't know but he wouldn't turn his phone off for the draw results now he wants to turn it off for bear hunting <laughs> Anyway, anyway, no, I, I think I, that I think at least with the draw results, you know, you're not going to get anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Fuck it. laughs> no, but I think that that you're like right. that's a pretty reasonable look at it. You know, even for people who may think that like, eh, you know, I don't really like those. I think there's still like a re- it's it's first not- of all, not everybody can use them. Yeah. Second of all, um, changing that. Probably, what do you think the percentage is of bear baits in the state that you can't use them anyway is probably... Probably small. Over over 50% of bear baits, you can't use them anyway. I would say even higher than that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But changing that would at least align it with the other ways of communication that have Mm -hmm. a next day day option. This one... Does not have <laughs> it, it. It's pretty cut and dry. You just can't use them. Yeah, you know. And I and honestly, like, I think when I think when they did that, it was like because it was a it was a proposal by the troopers basically to clarify a bunch of these specifics. And that, they went above and beyond. And I think they just went like, nope, we're not going to allow them. Which nothing can be allowed. You know. Yeah. I think there's you know just like you know I can walk a guy in with a radio to right above a sheep till eleven fifty nine p.m. And as long as we don't talk on the radio till three three a.m., he can let her rip, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's which I think you know. There's there's it's even ridiculous deb- the circumstance where that would actually happen is yeah. like never. Well, and there's some states where you can legally hunt with radios, like Arizona. Yeah, you can have an earpiece in and and. 
be stalking the animal and, and like getting talked right uh-huh, in, uh-huh, and and be exactly directed to that animal. Yeah, and not I, not saying I agree with and, it, and and I was just about to say like I wouldn't agree with that, but it's Gar- I bet you that the chances, like the percentage of that actually working, is oh, slim. It, no, I think it's the I think it's you the think opposite. it actually works really well. I think I know several people that that do it, and they're you know several successful. yeah, but uh, I mean. In the whole grand scheme of things, though, how there's many a people bunch of are guides, actually there's a bunch of guides and that are talking that that clients in, in? Yes, and it's still successful, yeah. even with talking the clients. I think in. it helps them out a lot. I think a it lot. helps them out a lot. Hmm. <laughs> I think it does. Yeah, well, certain circumstances, but yeah. you know what? It I can just see people flailing no matter what. The biggest is my mind just goes to like. You can lead a fucking horse to water, but you can't force yeah. him to drink, you know? And I can see that, like, you're like, Jesus, it's right there in front of you, you yeah. know? Well, Just I, kill it. And, I, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't see anything. Yeah, you know? yeah there, there are there are outfits that do it, and they get pretty good at it. Yeah. <clears throat> but we'll see. I mean, you know, stuff get caught, shot down. I mean, obviously, no, I think like, they're once- both worthwhile, and I think you have an argument for both that... Um, that's the cool thing about the process that if you have a worthwhile argument, you're going to, you're going to hear the other side of it for sure. Yeah. And you're probably, if, if you have a good proposal, you're probably going to have plenty of support on your side. If it makes sense. You know, I think, I think the sheep one, like there's plenty of sheep hunters up here that I think don't would care less for the the plug. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least with like a choice. Sure. You know. Yeah, yeah, I'll take a plug. Oh yeah, or, drill the hole right yeah, in there. No the problem. Hole. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do both of them? Can you give me two? Yeah. <laughs> Matching numbers. But uh <clears throat> no, that and you know, like there's a, an inconsistency with how sheep are sealed as opposed to every other animal in the state. And yeah. I can honestly say I'm sorry, I'm gonna interrupt here for it's a second. Right. Just jump right in there, buddy. If somebody if I had an earpiece in and somebody talked me <laughs> into shooting an animal, like stood away where they could see it and talked me into like walking to an animal to shoot it, I don't know that I could either, I, one, pull the trigger, two, consider myself the person that killed the animal. Yeah. If I did pull the trigger, like that's not, in my mind, that's not even hunting at that point What's, in time. Well, I mean, think about it as... In the context it would be used is like you know one guy's on one ridge, the animal's on the other ridge, and but I mean cover. I understand I, what's going trust on. Trust me, but I, I, I myself wouldn't want to do it either. Yeah, but it does. It does certainly happen. I, <laughs> it's just fucking mind blowing to yeah. me. I would. Yeah, of course you would. You don't give a fuck about anything unless your freezer's full. <laughs> if, if my yeah. freezer's full, you know I'm. Good. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I'm not in it for that. I'm in it for like I know. the satisfaction of. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh-huh. I, I the hard part of it. I do understand <laughs> the satisfaction of the hard part yeah. of it is what I keeps do very me much understand that <clears throat> that satisfaction. But I'm also a. I'm a village kid. Um, my freezer's got to get full. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I like I said, it's it's not something that I personally would go out of my way to do, but that, yeah, I do know it exists. Yeah. Huh. There's people that are pretty good at it. Yeah, I don't know. That's that is something. Well, think about. I mean, it's not like you're you know on a typical sheep hunt where it's open country and you just gotta get around them and come up over the top and drop down. You're likely to see them. You know, you're talking. You know, thick timber or brush or whatever it might be, and that animal's bedded, and he's going to be there for a while. And 
yeah, you you can get the wind right going a long walk, and hey, he's still there. Hey, he's still there. He's still there. He's still there. He's still there. Yeah. Oh, you got to go to the left a little bit. You got to come down. You know, there's a there's some benefit. I like I said, it's nothing I would go out of my way to do. But. I'm just I'm a utilitarian. It's it's hard. For, I I understand that there's a point at which thank this you. becomes detrimental no, to the resource. You. I don't ever want that shit to become a detriment to the What's resource. What's he chopped liver? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't no, no, no. Oh, you want me to check you too? Yeah. <laughs> you might as well grab one for me. Thank you very much. So I don't ever want these things to be a detriment to the resource, what right? Com- what are you drinking, Tumble? Anything. Whatever comes out the fridge. Ooh, that's a cider. Ooh, Strongbow. So. So if, you better give him a Coors Light. <laughs> I'll take a Coors Light. I don't care. He wants a panty peeler. <laughs> no, no, I can't. I can't that. I can't take don't that need, sort of teasing. We don't need Temple's panties coming <laughs> off. <laughs> so, like, if if the resource can support somebody wearing an earwig with somebody up on a ridge going, hey, to the left. All right, fine. If the resource can't support that that level of efficacy, then <clears throat> then we need to legislate that. that. There is definitely a difference. Like you're a freezer filler, and I don't get me wrong. Carrie and I eat moose, sheep, caribou, pike. can goat, whatever pike every single night. Basically, mm-hmm. I mean, every eagle. once in a while we'll have you get a bald you know, eagle every once in a while. If the resource, owl, is <laughs> if the resource better can than eagle, but that is at, satire. At, at any rate, I I can't do it. I wouldn't like even if I was just like, oh my god, it's just like I have to have somebody direct me in, and that's the only way to fill my freezer. I can't. I don't. <laughs> kind of like hunting. There's more no than fucking I, way. Yeah, kind of like hunting more than I like <clears throat> eating the sh- like the well, whole I, act of. I love eating it, but I lo- I, I like the, the hunting act aspect of the hunt of it more than exactly you know, shortcutting it just to get it. Yes, hundred percent. The act you know, of the pursuit. To Good get an guys. animal is absolutely amazing to me. I no, think that it's it like is, it so is. epic. I, I would shoot hunt a ptarmigan. if it wasn't a challenge. If it was easy, I, I will shoot a ptarmigan yeah, what, while taking a piss off my porch with a twelve gauge. I will too, and that's fine. It's, it's, it's that's legal. There's different things. <laughs> I'm, right. Don't shoot yeah. yourself in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, but as far you know, as far as and I and I can understand like some people. Thing. I mean, some people I know aren't really. I mean, some people I know like don't, wouldn't would rather like would just soon ban all trail cameras and yeah. this and that, you know. And that's and that's okay. And but you'll I, have some I op- think opposition, yeah, from those types, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But they're not going to ban all trail cameras. So no, and, I, and it's not. And but I, there's a bunch of states in the lower 48 that are slowly getting to that point. Yeah, like, because of the craziness that goes along in back to area. the freaking the R three conversation we had before we started the podcast tonight. Imagine walking up to a water hole in Arizona and seeing a hundred trail cameras on it. Yeah, it'd be like what? I would <laughs> leave. You know, I got a nice picture of fifty other trail cameras. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not. I'm not exaggerating. Really, no. it's going on. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. gross. But, 
I mean, yeah. I, th- I think that, you know, that's another, like, pretty reasonable proposal, getting it back in line. With- <laughs> My trail camera took a picture of a guy with two earbuds in. Talked into a water hole with two huge CB radios in his hands. <laughs> I and fucking, a drone flying over his head. I like Alaska. Yeah. I like hunting up here. Yeah. <laughs> no, but even, you know, even areas that you can use those. I mean, I didn't want it. I don't want it to come across because, yeah, I mean, like, it's a little, it's, you could see it. It's a little self-serving because I, like, have an interest and I would rather be able to use them. That's but how you'd rather, proposals start. Someone has an interest you know, in something. Well, you'd rather it, burn 200 gallons of gas rather than. 400 gallons of gas yeah. over the course of a bear you know, season. Like, I'm there's going gotta to be kill. Some, like, there's go- got to be some way to get the greenie liberals in on this. Look, I burn less gas if. Look, I burn less gas. This is the punchline. Mm-hmm. This is where you guys laugh. I burn less <laughs> gas if. You know, and that's what it was. And I kind of put, you know, I'm like, you know, the average, the main advantage that those things provide is that, you know, you end up saving time and fuel and, yep. and, you still like you, it's, and you're saving moose, and you're saving moose, saving you know. But it's it's still not like you still it's have still not to, a guarantee. You, no, it's not, anything but no, a guarantee. Not even close. None of it's no. a guarantee. You know, it just all it all it does is it replaces you know umpteen extra trips that I'm going to take and check cameras anyway. Truly, what it does is, is like I said earlier, it, it at least puts all of the things that. You have to do and wait until 3 a.m. all on the same yeah. level playing yeah. field, not just a, oh, well, this one you can't do and it. That, that makes way. sense. Then it, yeah, you don't have to ask the question, oh, well, is, you know, if I get a trooper up my ass, is he going to ask, oh, well, did you text your buddy about this, you know, after you were out of the field? And like, because by that language, you know, it could be easily interpreted, you know. Me- and, I, and I also noted that. There's since that all has been passed, like there's been conflicting information from, you know, you see you see it on these like forums and stuff. Guys, oh well, a trooper told me that it was definitely 3 a.m. the next day. You could still use them, you know. Or fishing game told me you couldn't, and it's like where the language in the statute specifically is. You you know you cannot use those those um, cell yep. cameras and technically cell phones to. Mm-hmm. aid in any way it's not, pretty cut and dry now yeah not time constraint yeah you know so yeah. anyway it's uh yeah i think i think just bring overall like ideally just bringing everything under you know you can't use any form of wireless communication until 3 a.m the next At a day minimum like, it'll start the conversation and maybe you'll you'll hear opposition and maybe you'll get a lot of support and it to to me it, at least you know, it's on the board. Then it's like there, and if it doesn't happen this time, you know, if no one makes a proposal, then going. no one is ever aware that it's an issue. You know? And that's yeah. what you're saying. Like you, you think you know, you're making it sound like it's self-serving for you. But I can promise you right now that every proposal submitted, um, not every proposal. There's a lot of proposals that are submitted that take the resource into consideration way above personal gain, but majority of proposals that are submitted are because that individual has a personal interest in changing something and thankfully Alaska allows this to happen, you know, every yeah. year. A discussion you, about uh, it. Yeah. At a minimum mm-hmm. a discussion. So, yeah. When's the so, deadline for submissions? It's May twenty eighth, is it? I gotta I got it says on the fishing game website. I got a personal serving submission I I think I'm gonna write. You wanna shoot ducks while they're still on the pond? With a 
center fire <laughs> rifle. <laughs> this is god awful specific and nothing, nothing like what I was talking about oh, or shit. what I was going to talk about. What you were thinking about? Yeah, yeah. He's been like, thinking about shooting ducks but, on the pond. <laughs> Are you not supposed to shoot him on the pond? I don't know. It's unsportsmanlike. You freezer filler. Jesus. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Quick. Don't say anything now. He's got earbuds in and they've been talked into a pond. There's a bunch of ducks. That <laughs> there's if the resource can sustain right. it. If the resource can sustain Anyway. What do they do? What? Do they shock all the fish in the ponds to like tag them? <laughs> Devil's like, wait until all the ducks hey, land. Hey, <laughs> Let me let me all. paddle around with my dip net after I shock the ducks. We don't waste ammo on ducks. No, no. Duck hunting cuts into my moose hunting time. Uh, in in oh, be, in in the spring and the fall in twenty B, beaver traps have to be submerged. I wonder why that is. I'd like to find out, but I'd also like to change it. There's probably well, you got to find re- out why first. The reason, reason first why. is a good starting point. If I had to guess, it'd be because uh, dogs. It'd be because irresponsible Maybe. dog walkers walking their dogs off leash. Probably that'd be, that's that'd the be only my thing. guess. So now instead of a instead of like a vertical three thirty that's part way in the water in a beaver channel, I've got to try to figure out how I'm gonna set a foothold submerged. In the shallow part of the channel to try to trap a beaver and get it to go down a drowning slide into deep Instead of a killing trap. Instead of a killing trap. uh, So a vertical 330 body grip trap into which a dog is unlikely to walk versus a horizontal number four Victor Longspring or MB750 or number four Coil Spring that's horizontal and flat just itching for a dog to step in. Gee, yeah. I don't know. Which would I rather Which really? Here? I mean, it's not going to be a baited this, setting. This, so this, it's this not, dog, this dog right it. here would never step in a trap. Right. Look yeah. at this. She so, actually <laughs> caught her tail. Still. Oh, oh st- well, if I hold it for her. Oh. <laughs> I hold it and she chews right on it. <laughs> still. She loves that fucking tail. She loves it, huh? Where I was like, sorry. she keeps chasing it, so I grab it. Have you have Tip. you have you asked uh, Pete or any uh, any of those folks? About no, that? I haven't. I should. I bet he would. I'd know better that, ask I, him before I write a proposal. I bet he'll be able to tell you. A, you know the story of a five, a five or ten minute story that explains it some and, and, undisclosed yes. party set a trap in this particular spot. Yeah, it would anyway, which simple to figure out like why it's written first. I'd, I've got to figure out why it was written first yeah. before I write a, I'm sure a he'll change know. to it. I better I'd better send him a text. Which stuff like that and it's But what's funny is it all of twenty B? Yeah, all of twenty B. All of twenty B. There's some pretty remote country in 20B, and you're telling me a trap cannot be... I'll have to double-check the regs like you do every spring before I set a yeah. trap. But, I mean, you understand but what I'm saying. Like, there's like some pretty remote country in 20B, truthfully, uh-huh. yeah. that you should have no worry about a dog walking by. So if mm-hmm. it's the FMA or something like that, oh. and, and it's a dog reason, then uh-huh. okay, then yes, I understand. Yeah. But you can't even trap beavers in most of the FMA. No, you can't. It, below the Cheena Dam yeah. or the Chena, or Mouth yeah. of Badger Slough, I think is. I thought it was a Cheena Dam. I so I wonder again. I I double check my beaver trapping days have been quite a while behind me. But since you put a ring on it, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> have you trapped a beaver since? 
<laughs> anyway. <laughs> we tried trapping beavers since you put a ring on it, I remember. Through the ice or something? Yeah, I helped you drill some holes. Not drill, but cut some holes with a chainsaw. Cut some holes. I'm trying to remember where that was. Up there where you trapped, Martin. It was on the way home. We stopped on the side of the road. Oh, yeah, off. yeah, yeah. Anyway, that didn't work out. No. <laughs> anyway, I, um, I've not succeeded in under ice. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, I've not succeeded. Any day you get to run the chainsaw is a good day. Yeah. I, uh, well, yeah, part of that, man. And it's, you know, you kind of got to be proactive about it. And I, like, embarrassingly, I just said, like, renew had been a long time since so I'd been an ATA that you know renewed my ata like there's people like i just saw some article anchorage you know there's all like there's a real like push to push back on trappers around here and they had all it's always under the guise of oh well this like headline was is like adn i saw it today i didn't read the article yet but it's like there's no excuse for making a set anywhere near like a multi-user well what is multi-user area we're gonna have to define these things yeah you know type of b it could but be 100 miles like- out in the middle of nowhere you know on you know there's places with remote trails that have yeah. multiple use you know people that use them even though you know it's there's there like you got be pro pays to be to proactive be or we need to be aware yeah. and proactive of what's going on and support like you know ata and stuff like that like there's a difference between irresponsible trap setting and what those what a lot of people would paint as irresponsible yeah. just to push an agenda yeah like that so a few years back we're gonna hear a story Disclaimer about Temple catching a dog, maybe. No, I have never, I hope never. I I take great pains to avoid. Anyway, so represent. You don't set on. I mean, you know, so many times you've told me you're like, oh, I'm not setting here because one time this winter, mushers ran their dogs down this trail. I saw a dog. Yeah. I I don't think I'm going to set here because my trapping neighbor says the mushers come through here, so I'm not going to set. Oh, damn, they came through. Good thing I didn't set. Son of a... Anyway. So Representative Josephson from Anchorage several years ago was wanting to, like, outlaw trapping within, like, 50 yards of of, uh, public trails. Mm -hmm. And the way his proposed registration was written, it was any trail on public land. So if you're driving... If you cut a a trapping trail... On public land, you can't set in 50 yards of that. So you walk off 50 yards. You're not going to catch it. And now, and now you've got a trail that goes 50 yards off. Oh, so you just so your you own go, trail. Still it's public. a trail. It's a trail. Right, I on public for, land. I looked for the <clears> definitions <throat> used in this thing, and it was so damned open. So I started emailing back and forth with him, and he's like, this doesn't count your trail. Is, is your trail main by, maintained by state by the state? And I'm like... Well, you're well, none bill, of these trails the are trail by Your bill doesn't specify that. Where in your bill? Have you read it? Here's the latest copy I got off the website. Have you read your own damn bill? Does it say that? No. Yeah. And so I later funny, met like, him at ADN. He walked by my booth at uh, our AFN, Alaska, the, the Federation craft, of Natives, Alaska yeah. Federation of Natives craft booths. He walked by my booth and I had a conversation with about it. He had nothing to say. Think about all the things that Alaska kind of like was not, you know, founded on and, and became, you know, good at making money through, mm-hmm. you know, oil, commercial fishing, mining, hunting, guiding, stuff mm-hmm. like that. 
trapping, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all of all them trying are trying to get pushed and, out and, the door. And all of them are By like under attack. Fat bike and, and it's yuppies. Not, and we don't really have because like, they moved north. Ski and, and we really don't have like you know, industry up here. You know, no, it's no, what we don't. We're relying on well, the government. Yeah, so these things. Those five things, and the, and they're all like under attack, mm-hmm. kind of right now, in, in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Well, and pretty sad. And how many times it has to be gone over all. None of these trails were put in for no. ski drawers and no. fat bikes, you know. No. It was people, and it, you know, it's just, it's like the Californication type of disease that just spreads everywhere. And it's, you know, it's okay, so we have this many of this type of user here. Now we're taking over, and you, you know, you get pushed out type of thing. It should just be and like, you know, if it's outside of town, I mean, like anything else, it's use at your own risk. If we go yeah, for a, I mean, we go what, for a walk, you know, it's, it, anywhere you go hunting mm-hmm. anywhere it's you know you're it's at your own risk yeah so unfortunately in this this day and age like you know no one accepts the at your own risk no, mentality no, someone you know. else is responsible for me getting my yamaha pig stuck by god well there's like all sorts of things that happen that are out of your control that you people just think that we should blame it on somebody else no it's it all kind of all started with. You. I mean, I literally, I literally, <laughs> right. I literally saw it like t- today some post on one of the. You know, it was that type of person, from what I could get. You know, making assumptions about people. Uh, they made saying a post something. About it, they well, wanted say, it wasn't about that, but it was mm. like regarding the COVID vac, like the the coronavirus vaccine, oh, and it's like. Nope, nope. If all these people would just, you know, wear their masks to get their vaccine, you know, I think whatever it takes, we should make them do it, you know, or whatever. It was so, based hey, on hey, hey, lifetimes. Hey, hey. Okay, okay, Goebbels or, so, you know, Heinrich Himmler. So at what point? <laughs> I, I, at what point does my body, my choice end? When they well, say about it six months ago, yeah. if somebody tries, to, <laughs> if somebody tries to rape you, right, then then you have a choice what they can stick in you. Know, if somebody tries to rape me, they're going to eat some three fifty seven. Yeah, no, it's it's a mess, and it's it, I don't know it's what a, to say about yeah, it. But I don't. No, know you need we to. Shouldn't have talked about it. No, I shouldn't have brought that <laughs> up. I guess. But it, you know, it sucks. But it's a real thing, you know. Like if we want to keep trapping and whatever you know like i you know joining organizations i mean nationwide i mean i knock plenty of organs plenty of organizations but uh you know stuff like like you know sci or sportsman's alliance if you're going to give your money to someone like i know sportsman's alliance they like do are constantly even for stuff up here like a lot of our state versus feds lawsuits and stuff like that they like bring them on you know when the feds um, when Fish and Wildlife, they did all this, you know, like basically undercutting the state's predator management regs, you know, like when they did the no, you know, shooting brown bears, grizzly bears on bait in on these federal lands and stuff like that. It was, you know, Sportsman's Alliance brought the suits on them that, um, uh, you know, they're like actively, you know, fighting and they're hunting, fishing, trapping, everything, you yeah. know. Has any of that come to resolution or? I don't know. It's still. I'm. I won't. Be, I wouldn't be surprised if the U.S. Fish and Wildlife stuff gets reinstalled right now. Because after Trump got in, they immediately rolled back all the stuff. You know, for well, the refuge he, lands and stuff he like went that. Through a laundry list of national park directors or department oh, yeah. or whoever, but and they I all think, like it was Zinky. 
Zinky was on a good path, and then he got replaced for some reason or other, and yeah, then I and mean, then that all stopped. and some of the, all that, whether it's good or not. But no, I mean, as far as now, you know, like the most of the state, I don't know about the park service, most of the state, like the U.S. Fish and Wildlife stuff, is back in it. It just brought it back in line with the state regulations and yeah. the state's like constitutionally mandated. Like it was supposed management to be. plan. Um. I think there's part of the keen eye fish and wildlife fought them and maybe won some suit to where they can't bait brown bears mm-hmm. on the refuge down there, which, you know, I'm not an expert on the keen eye, but it's like, apparently crawling with them. Um, Isn't it's just, it's a convoluted mess and it's always a big fight. So I don't know <laughs> if you're, um, isn't the it's, it's actually very hard to things. keep up with all of it. Oh, it is. There's a I lot tr- going like, on. I, in a I lot try of hard to to at least have a um, the knowledge of all the stuff that's going on at least a little bit. And I know you do all day I, long. No, but but I, <laughs> you're but on it, the gram scrolling all the time. I, I don't have Instagram, um, but I find it hard even for someone that like takes an active approach to try to know what all you know everything yeah. that's happening. Especially the stuff that concerns me and, and my hobbies and whatnot, it's almost impossible, man. Yeah, it's there's so many moving pieces and so many different organizations starting this and and you know, man, it's tough. It's really freaking tough. It'd be great to have one single source for just the state of Alaska of all the things going on that affect something, where you can go do it and you can look at all these things that are being discussed that. Most people have no clue about that they could at least, you know, send their congressman or senator or whoever the heck is in charge or whatever, at least their thoughts. Yeah. Like I saw something a while back, like it was like that TRCP, which is kind of a... Teddy Roosevelt, yeah. You know, that's like one of them heebie-jeebies, you know, giving me... Anyway, but they were... You know, it was about some... He'd be rolling in his grave if he saw what was going on right now. I truly believe that. Yeah. Like, even what... Some of the things that their organization supporting, I think that he would probably be rolling in his grave over. Yeah. We I think th- about what he agree. did. He hunted and shot a lot of shit. A lot yeah. of shit. Mm-hmm. And, and loved it. Mm-hmm. And now you have, you know, certain organizations supporting, you know, not hunting. Throwing his name on it. Yeah. I don't know. Just food for thought. No, but there and there's some of that. You know, I saw something with them involving you know some, whether it was a petition or something they were passing around, or it was like one of those like pre-manufactured emails that you could tack your name on and send in to oppose some BL. I don't know if it was like a you know small time like mining offering you know claim offerings. Yeah, opening up a little bit of country to that or something like that. You know, it's like we're a resource state. We there's got. And That's there, all we are. And there's got to be a balance. You know, we need the resource production. There's Every, obviously got to be a balance. You everything know, in this state that we make money for, aside from the military being here, it's got to come out of the ground, or, or the water, or grown on the ground, yeah. or from the water. Like it, you're right. It's a resource state. We ain't growing a whole lot of shit here. No, <laughs> no, really. out of the ground. Yeah, I know. Like, you know we're growing some perch so, right outside that window. Like every, everybody, everybody <laughs> up nice here that there. that is like opposing somebody mining somewhere. I, the thing with Bristol Bay, obviously, is kind of a double edged. Well, sword. you have to take it. You yeah, have to you take have it to, case yes, by case. Be, yeah, yeah. And, and that's a bad idea. Yeah, because it would, it would. Yeah, it would. Yes, it, you might make some money off the mine. 
but you're going to ruin a huge you're salmon. You're expecting yeah. to maintain an earthen dam in ridiculous. perpetuity? Yes, ridiculous. Holding a... Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Totally Man. agree. We we all need to go hunting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need to get some new hunting. Get this the hell is, out of this here. This is yeah, fucking stuff. bad. This is depressing. <laughs> You're right. I'm just Haven't like sitting here listening. Haven't we rehashed this six or seven <laughs> times already this winter? Oh. I don't think I don't think like this, but no, like, not th- at there's all. just a lot going on up here, and and truthfully, all the things that the state was founded on and the state relies on is under attack in one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty fucking shitty if you think about it. It is. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to go yep. hunting. I'm thankful to live <laughs> in this place, though, man. Like it's it's, it's, it's yeah. you know the weather it's still cold as shit and whatever, but we got some red poles showing up. Like the birds are gonna. Man. That's like, and I've Lots I know I've words. said it before, maybe a year, maybe two years ago, but uh, I'm just happy I won't. You, oh, sorry, go ahead. You start hearing like them thrushes at night. Yeah, yeah. I saw like a robin. Month, then month you're like so, a month or so from now. <laughs> I saw yeah, a robin my, yeah. last week. <laughs> you saw a robin? I did see a robin. It surprised the crap out of me. I'm just happy I don't have to Where'd mow lawn for another Farm two months. months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just pull the groomer across the yard, and you're. I was talking to my buddy today in Wisconsin. He's coming up and and hunting uh, carlock, bow hunting brown bears in uh, like two weeks, and uh, he said it was eighty degrees there today in oh. Wisconsin. My I parents are like, my mom's like, oh, I'm hanging out in a t-shirt. Oh, it's like, been eighty. Like fuck yeah, they've been like dealing with sixty-five to seventy in Vermont, yeah. and it's like twenty it below. It was, it was like twenty Wisconsin. below in town yesterday morning. Yeah. It's supposed to be twenty, like two to twenty, twenty-two below here, which yeah. I assume is twenty-five below on Friday night. Yeah. yeah, he's like, "How you doing?" I'm like, "It fucking snowed a bunch." And blah blah blah. He's like, "Oh, it was eighty here today, but Kiss and we got a little ass. rain." I'm like, "Oh man, oh, fucking real." <laughs> Every time the first first rain in the spring, I'm always like, "Oh, it's f- raining, not snowing." I don't. Yeah. I mean, wow. <clears throat> I need to get all my vehicles set up with chains or cable chains. I keep a bucket of chains in my truck. I need chains in my wife's car and my my commuter car. Where are you got you going need chains? No shit. Everywhere. What? I don't know. On my way home. Or Cyrus Palmer put the chains on, honey. The only <laughs> I've to get into my driveway, maybe. two times in eighteen years, I've had to put chains on in Fairbanks, and that was on at your own risk road. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. and that was only twice up there. You'd expect up there, it'd be yeah. like, oh, well, shit, Every, he's got to put them on once a month. I no, bought, twice. I bought chains when I bought my truck, <clears throat> and I so 2012, 2013, when I bought the truck that I'm driving now, I bought chains. I've mm-hmm. used them exactly two times. They're Just as many truck. as me in 18 <laughs> years. And, and zero times. I've but that's, that's one of those things. But I have it's like It's like a stuck case remover yeah. for <laughs> reloaders out yeah. there. Uh-huh. If you have one, you, you never use it. You, if you never need. use it until the mm-hmm. one time yeah. you do, so, and you're like, yeah. holy I, shit, I know I'm glad the, I kept that. I know the, the importance of having them. Yeah. I've put that's chains, why you have them. Yes, I've put chains on my truck at least a half a dozen times. This winter. Getting, no. Total. <laughs> total. I've, I've not yet. No, my neighbor showed up and towed me out on that one. I, if, if my neighbor didn't show up, I was two minutes away from putting chains on my truck in my driveway. All four tires or two? Two. Back or front? Probably the front. Yes. Always the front. the front. 
You get your steering then. Yeah. Gotta have them on the front. We got fucking really stuck one time in Idaho and fucked tons of snow and mud and shit. And I was thankful to have, because we were a lot out of cell service and a long ways from anywhere. And I was glad I had them. See, that's where them traction boards come in handy and they're, and they're nice. But I, I mean, several times I put chains on, but going up, it's only like in the middle of winter. If you get like a Chinook or something and it Uh warms up and rains, on our hill, like that shit, you're not getting up yeah. anywhere without chains. So, yeah. And then I, it's just like inconvenience. It's I like, have all right, for, just put I your talking for my rabbit. Talk- oh, nice. Yeah. I've, I've, I've like having them. I've, I fuck, I don't, I don't so need them very more, no, nope. <laughs> more than a half a dozen times. No, so on top of the half a dozen times I've put them on the truck, I have a handful of times laid them out behind the tire mm-hmm. as a way to just get traction and get out. Didn't we put them on that time we had to get That's your dangerous. truck? That's dangerous. I had so to tow. You had chains on, and I was that. towing your truck with the boat behind. No, I don't think I had chains on at all. I Did I, I put them on my truck then? No, you just gave me a yank. We stood there, and I said, shit, I guess I'd better put chains on. And you're like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let uh, me give you a yank first. If that don't work, we'll get the chains on. Or it was probably the like, yank was like out of the river, up the road, over the through. So I, I got out of the river and over the bank fine, but there was a big fucking mud hole that I didn't have enough room to get a good lead, a good head, a good head start on. And I got stuck halfway through it. I'm like, fuck, putting chains on this going to suck. And you're like, hang on. Right. <laughs> no, it, the way it would be like, Hold on, stop. Mm-hmm. This is what the, we're gonna do. That's I'm, how Frank would say. It. I'm, always, I'm always like, stop. My, <laughs> once, my, my throttle pedal is. You're better like, off oh, doing that. Done. Once, stop. Don't once do Once your tires you spin, you gotta stop. More stuck than yeah. you already are. You, you, you gotta stop once your tires yeah. start spinning. It's and the you same with moving, the sled. You gotta fucking stop. Or even with the sled. Or even more important with a sled. Yeah, you're just gonna dig a hole. Just stop. So once, once the forward motion yeah. stops, once you start so seeing you, tundra flying out, you're like, Tem- <laughs> Tempo. You, like, I've you, been through you forty s- inches of snow yeah. and it's still stuck. So Temple, you you've said that you've laid your chains down just to get traction behind the tire or in front of the tire just to get traction. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, use yeah. Trees, but but because trees so are, are you on the on the front tires or rear tires? Back tires. Okay. But it's say, usually could, the back tires. You could cause yourself so much fucking damage if that shit wraps shoots. around. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. done. I've I've read I've about seen, that. I got I got I know I know it. a dude that's got these like rings around his friggin' wheel wells on the outside <laughs> where he put the chains on and then didn't tighten like, them. Di- well, he didn't put the frickin' bungee cord to like uh-huh. loot the tag end up, and it was just like one, all you gotta do is go. For about a second, and that wheel spins around, yeah. and a lot of a lot of trucks don't support them on the front tires, which is horseshit because that's the tire you need them on. Yeah. So like my truck, uh, you don't necessarily that, always need them on the front. I mean, it's no, good if you're like really fucked and you need doing. to and you need to steer. If you're in snow, you want them on the front because you're gonna. Anyhow, I, I think. Yeah, if you're in mud or something, whatever it might be, it's nice to have the steering because if you're on the rear, that truck's going to go wherever, wherever the hell it, it, it wherever goes. it feels like. Right? I don't know. I've never put them on the front just yeah. because I'm afraid of pounding my front end, like yeah. breaking. So you, all there sort is of shit. that. You, they, and I've I've driven that Ranger through like 
four feet of friggin' snow on my road with chains on the back, and it's n- I've never had a problem. Yeah, you got to oversteer, though. You do have to. Oh, start you do. You got to be early. cognizant. You yeah. need to be cognizant of like what's going on. It's like there's reaction time that's yeah. that's happening, but. I've never been in a situation where I'm like, I have to put the chains on the front tires and like half the time this is I've like done criti- it. It's crucial been situation. Yeah. If I got a chain up all four tires, I done fucked up real bad. Yeah, I only yeah. carry one set. So, no, I and carry going, and they go on. The I carry front. two. I'm if I'm. But what I I'm getting at is one, there's a lot. That of, man drives a Yamaha. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of trucks that that tell you don't put the chains on the front on this particular model, and my Tacoma's one of them. They um, can go fuck themselves. I'll put I, it where it needs to go right, when it needs well, to go. Yep. If you are and you're just like yes. barely moving, like yes. get yourself unstuck without yeah. like punch it. No, I got the chains on. Sixty punch miles it. an hour. Exactly. No, no. no. But, Temple uh, also what I was getting at mixes was his ga- mixes his gas for his truck too. No, no, no. That's a four stroke. <laughs> I don't mix gas in four stroke. If you if you lift your your truck a little bit, even through a three inch lift kit or something, it, it does separate the the issue that you might have. Oh, um, with chains pounding out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need a six inch lift or whatever. So but I, a three, you know, which is fucking cheap. Um, you can run it that way. So the first pair of chains. I don't have any lift kits, but no, I, no. I, but I, you know what I like, mean. No, I like it. Just I, separates I the problem a little yeah. bit more. The first pair of chains goes on to get through something. If I've got to put on the second pair of chains, I got to get the fuck out of there back where I came from. Because if I get stuck with four sets of chains, it's just gonna be bad. Mm-hmm. The second set of chains is is for getting back out of there. I'm trying to think. We got. I, I personally didn't have to use chains up here, but someone we were on Standard Creek Road one time in the spring, and that fucker gets nasty. And we just went for a ride, and I think we got like two trucks stuck, and I can't remember who I was with, but we got two trucks stuck, and luckily uh, another truck vehicle came stuck, down the road. The truck got stuck. Uh-huh. The tractor came yep. to pull us out. Not a tractor, but another truck There's came to pull us out. Song. Well, remember I think it's, that uh, Corb Lund does a song about no. getting stuck. <laughs> oh, that's a good song. <laughs> like yeah, it is a real good song. He's like getting some bunch well, of remember, shit boxes mired. <laughs> remember on uh, when Johnny was house sitting that place, but that wasn't. Yeah, we, I mean, this is a different time. But he was house sitting this place, and they had a bunch of rabbits and chickens. And he's like, "Man, I've been seeing this silver fox." So we were like, "Got this bright idea. We go predator call this thing on the back forty of this place." <laughs> and got in and no snow plowing. And I drove my truck down there, and it wasn't getting out. And what I think his girlfriend had uh-huh. to pick up some chains on the way home from work, so I could get my truck out of there. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to trying to think because that was a really fucked up day. We got stuck out there, and you got two trucks stuck just on the road, not doing anything wrong. And and we had chains and they didn't help. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, you you need to come. I, Once so, you're sitting on the frame, chains don't matter. <laughs> so I I need to get more come alongs because I want to come along in my boat, on my snow machine, on my ranger, and in my truck. And your bed too. You need to come along in your bed too. <laughs> so so trying to go by. Uh, by Matt Herkstroder's little citation. I got to warn that's bulls a, all way electric. That's the funniest thing I've heard in about like a month. A guy's got to have goals, Frank. Oh, so I was going geez. to or buy... Or come-alongs. 
I was going to buy Matt Herkstroder's little citation. I got stuck in his driveway real bad. But I happened to have a 200 feet of rope and the rope along and a block in my truck. So we looped the rope from a tree, threw a block on my truck to another tree, and were able to get my truck towing a trailer up his driveway. <laughs> Going Jeez. up the hill? Going up the hill. What? So I, I hope he charges you some extra money. I was just going to say, I'm surprised Matt didn't have any gadgets to fucking... <laughs> so he, he had toe straps and so on, but he didn't have a rope along. He had to come along, and I'm like, look, I'm, I'm not <clears> doing this 12 feet at a time, or however it went. Uh, like, I got 200 feet of rope. I'll give it a little bit of gas. You crank the come along. Your kid pulls the rope to keep it getting from under my tires. And uh, we'll just creep up the, the driveway. And it, it freaking worked. A rope along and a block will get a Dodge three-quarter ton and a trailer up his driveway. What? His driveway is not steep, three, but, three but eighths, half inch. Half inch, three-eighths minimum. turquoise shit? Yeah. That three no eight, stretch? Yep. Three-eighths minimum, but I like the half inch. The half inch gives me a little bit of... It it makes me feel better, but you can get away with three eighths. All I carry is that three eighths, but I have a yeah rope yeah. along with three eighths. Yeah, that'll carry. work. It's like just like you were saying. Once you put that shit in the back of your truck, you never you need to use it. <laughs> I got the rope along. I, I got, had to use like it 150 that day. feet of freaking line. Never yep. pulled the freaking electric tape I've got, off it. I've got oh, a super like, nice floor jack in the back of my truck too to to jack up my truck in case I get a flat tire. Yeah. I've had one flat tire in eight years in my truck. I keep, a high, <laughs> I keep a high lift jack in I've like my truck. I grab that bag that out of there. I throw my fucking shoulder out of its socket. There's so much shit in it, you yeah. know, and I don't use no. hardly any of it. No, Leave I it got in the there. Fucking, that way you don't need oh, it. Oh, no, I know. I've it's had there. the spare tire in the back of my Ranger for, since like <laughs> 2004. Yeah. The same fucking tire. Once a year I go in there, I'm like, Pst. Oh yeah, thirty-two pounds still there, <laughs> perfect. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, or moose hunting, we because we brought a rope along all that your stash of rope. You know damn like well if you didn't five, have it, like five hundred feet of mule of like fifteen hundred pound exactly. mule tape. Never you did touch not bring fucking, it. You would have needed yeah. it. Yeah, all simple. we needed like once the first, we used the winch off the four wheeler. Yeah, the that's, Suzuki. That's it. Like, the f- for like. Two feet of pole until it was just like, whoop, done, go. The first year I brought the rope along moose hunting, I dropped a moose in the river and had to moose rope it down the river. It was terrible. So it's floating down the river and we're trying to lasso it and so on, get it to the bank. And then we Oh, it was floating away? Yeah. Like not hooked to anything? Yeah. So we we had to rope it in the water. Get it to the nearest Jesus. beach, and then of course it's the nastiest beach in two miles of river. So we had to rope along it up out of the muck. It was that was the first year I brought it, and I've brought it every year since. That was a mess. It was terrible. Yeah, there is so much shit that I have that I just like cruise around with all the time. That I'm like, got it, but. What no, the I, hell? It's, I have it, I have it all in like a, a bag, and it's just the oh shit bag, and yeah, it's nice to have it, right? Oh, it's very nice to have it. Well, it comes. Okay. I mean, like you know, back like a couple hours ago, talking about riding 
riding sleds and stuff that's oh nice open open ridge tops and whatever and then shit can turn to sour in a hurry and when you know like how bad stuff can get and what items can make things a lot nicer for you in a hurry like i mean i started like cutting down a a road flare and just vacuum seal up the back end of it and vacuum seal it and jam it in my life jacket or whatever i mean you get freaking i don't up shit creek without a paddle and then you Full flares, you know. Then you, <laughs> I don't need, but you know, I'm bringing no half flares. That's kind of, <laughs> kind of random, but you know, like I've definitely had more just, flats do, on my trailer than. Yeah, you know, I mean, I get a lot of flats yeah. in my trailer. It seems like fuck two or three a year. I don't know sled trailer. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, I mean, it's just the old four fucking dingy fucking tire, like the yeah, yacht club shit. Pro- yeah, <laughs> don't be talking about these problems because we got to go. I know, do a I know. Trip I know. tomorrow. We're not fishing. Business, strictly business. Business trip tomorrow. Bi- you, we got a business trip tomorrow. You lucky fuckers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Self-employed. Thanks for the invite. Are you? What are you doing tomorrow? I'm working. You know. <laughs> <laughs> He's not doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <clears throat> Sounds like fucking you guys are gonna have fun. I I can like wondering how much fun it'll actually be. It probably won't be that how much, much fucking fun. snow they got where we're going. Oh, it'll be it's fine. probably no. A shit I mean, pile. I think I think I don't think we'll. I'm just gonna be on the fucking full brap the whole time. <laughs> Jeez, your machine, your machine is Temple like a... rode my sled. So, <laughs> and Frank's... he was just like, "Wow, it actually is responsive." I was yeah. I watched <laughs> him fucking cruise around very little amount, and I was like, "He's gonna get hurt." <laughs> so so my my Yamaha has got like a 973cc four stroke engine three cylinders it's a ton of power weighs more power than 14,300 pounds it weighs a thousand pounds when you get all your shit on it yeah so I got on Frank's machine which is the 600 e-tech in the Tundra mm-hmm. Tundra Extreme, Extreme. Mm-hmm. that that smart two stroke it's a bomb going off in your between your knees so when i when i give the gas to that that thousand cc four stroke it goes and it's just there's no torque you should probably change the belt no when it finally gets there (laughs) it's it's so much power more than i know what to do with when i goosed frank 600 e-tech it was an explosion just fast so fast immediate yeah just immediate no bog no lag just bam and that's what you need to get unfucked it sometimes it terrified that's why, why i'm rarely stuck yeah. <laughs> doesn't happen often but when you're stuck you're fucked yeah i mean yep that's what it is but when he's stuck he's fucked too so yeah I, when he's I, stuck uh, he's got a deeper hole to dig though yeah <sighs> so i uh, i've i once went trapping without the rope along and spent 2 hours with a jack and a shovel trying to get my damn oh. machine. Why didn't you stay on the trail? I fell off the trail. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, this I is simple temple. Yeah. I I I don't joyride around my house. Every time I've been VK. stuck it's because I've been off the trail yeah. that I was supposed to be on. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't joyride. That is the beauty of my that yeah. friggin' sled is I can be like trail fuck it. 
Well, you can. Oh yeah, you can. No, I can too. Can climb as, long as, as long as you know what. But you have to be like. You got to be cognizant of it. Be honest, like, okay, on the throttle yeah. and like, it's okay, a well, bomb. I got to make my way over there now. Yep. Just immediate. and you got to have enough power to do it too. You can't just. You fucking can also do if it's own. like a big area, hot laps, like full throttle going. Like if it's deep, you, you can just break do a couple of like. Rips around yeah. in circles and, stop and then on your stop own on your own yeah. trail and be like, "Yep, totally fine." Yep. With you. So I I don't joyride around my house on that Yamaha Pig without a grain scoop, a jack, and a rope along. I do not leave my house. A fucking grain like scoop. That. Yeah, <laughs> grain scoop. Carry a grain scoop. I don't know no. what the fuck is a grain scoop. <laughs> the for? big is that snow shovel? shovel. The no. big metal snow shovel or big oh. plastic. I freaking grew up where grain scoop is like. Nah, yeah. nah. Like nah, nah. He's talking about the, the shovel with the, the silver. He's talking about the silver. snow like shovel. A, like the ice scooper at the snow hotel. Shovel. That's no, what I call it, No, no. Yeah. Like the, the, the big damn. The metal scoop shovel that's yeah. you know, not yeah. as wide as like a plastic like snow shovel. Wood yeah, handle. Like the snow shovel that I have outside. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Could it's be. not a grain shovel <laughs> or a scoop. I don't know what else to I call it. I do find that interesting that you use like Temple shovel. from Togiak out there calls yeah, it's it Green Scoop. That's what JR called it, his oh. Green Scoop, like number oh, 14 where's Green JR Scoop. From? He's from He's North Dakota. Somewhere where North they Dakota. scoop grain with a fucking <laughs> I, scoop. <laughs> I figured that's what you white people would know what I was talking about. The, no. the Green Scoop shovel that he's talking about, I, they do use it at feedlots and shit because that it'll it'll scoop up one tiny piece of grain off the ground because it's so you know it's so thin that you can run it perfectly with you know the ground and fucking scoop it up i just like it because hmm. it'll they pick do up the high volume of snow shit. we get here this this soft fluffy sugar shit we get here you know the exact shovel i'm talking aluminum about. yeah yeah I that's got my preference up against yeah. the outside of the building that's yeah. my preference is I the call aluminum it a snow ones. shovel though. snow shovel fine <laughs> It's You're not the man the, from Nantucket. It's not the one no, the guy was using n- in... Uh, nobody shovels fucking snow in Nantucket. <laughs> it's not I the shovel from Home Alone. fucking roll with moving from place to place. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, the, that, that 600 E-Tech is really something. It's a damn shame that that's going away. You just need to become a Ski-Doo man, Temple. Mm-hmm. I, I, look, Get with it. I don't know why you're so against Get with it. it. Like... Well, he likes to work harder. That's not some people that's just not like to true. Fucking work You're hard. talking <laughs> to the guy who would wear an earwig to go to the left. <laughs> it's not that I like to work harder. It's that that you like being wet. Fuck the, that okay, could be it too. So I'm going to take a few minutes here to explain oh everything wrong goodness. with the Yamaha VK Pro Thousand. We've already CC done this. Pro. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I've heard that your ass is soaked. Swamp the f- ass. Look, the the exposed <laughs> underseat exhaust creates a waterfall that makes a constant wetness on your fucking track gonna dry out all your bearings under there. The the radiator and fan blows the heat in a shroud over the gas tank and under the underseat storage that they sell as a heated a uh, heated seat. It's bullshit. You know what's You're really funny? Wet. Is he could buy a skidoo. No, this is a, this is his sales pitch to That's buy another really one of them. I'm yeah. not gonna buy another VK Pro. I am not gonna buy thought, another VK Pro. I was like, Pro. oh, what's really funny is he could just have a skidoo. Yeah. <laughs> I might be buying an expedition next year. Those you are might badass, be. but get the extreme version. 
Mm-hmm. They're not selling an extreme version anymore, are they? they? Buy, find a they 2020, do find a yeah. 21, find a 19. I got a 19. It's fucking awesome. It's really nice. What kind of gas you put in the 600 E-Tech? I have an 800. They run on me. beer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need anybody competing with me for my beer. It calls for premium, so that's what I put in. Yeah. That's what um, I but, put in mine all but the you time, could, too. Yeah, but you can... It, I mean, that's what it calls for, so that's what I put in it. But you could put 87 and then put some octane booster in there or whatever. Oh. And, and then I've got, you know, nitrous oxide and stuff in, in the back in case I what? want to go real fast. He's, oh, like, yeah. He's joking, Temple. <laughs> but you, you should do that. That's <laughs> too, dude. You should. You got to shut the fuck up, Tyler. What the fuck? Yeah. I, that was I one thing that was I want to dig my hole like, real fast. When I Hit the mine, When I bought thing. mine, they were like, I don't care if you put 87, 90, 91, whatever the fuck you want to put in it, Use put it. the same shit in it all the time. Yeah. And I was like, well, what are they like? And he's like, put super in it. Yeah. So I put nothing but super in my so sled you, all the time. Do you have like special marked gas tanks for that shit? Uh, no, I no. just buy super for all my gas, for all my shit. I put it in my four-wheeler and my I snow put machine. Super in my, I put super in my four-wheeler. Yeah. That was like, because years ago, that thing, it started like, it would dog on me when I was climbing up hill it under load. It matters. It, like, would, it, it would dog changes. big time. In the, and I was <clears> like, <throat> oh, what's going on with this thing? Because it's carbureted. It's a gas. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, try, su- you know, try super. And ever since I run super in there, man, I'd never single. Mm-hmm. It would bog huh. down under load going up a hill. I, I, run, surf, I run Yamaha like right when you really need, super. right when you really, really, really need some power. I Got wonder it. if the Yama would bog less with super. Though. I don't know. The skidoos would. tell you right on the gas cap what to put in. Exactly. So I just do that. <laughs> yeah, like mm-hmm. it's right there when you unscrew it. Yeah. The dude told me that the computer. When I got my sled, I was like, he says they love super, but if you don't want to put super in at all time. Don't put super in and then put regular in, then put super in, then put regular in, and jump back Don't and forth. Don't go back and forth. Because those computers and these machines now are like get used to what you're putting in it. See, that's, so that shit weirds me the out The deal so is, bad. is just put the same thing yeah. in all the time. And then I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to start. If I'm going to have jugs full of super, I'm going to put in my snow machine. I'm going to put in my chainsaw. Everything that I have that's not my vehicle, then I'm like. Shoot, I run super in my in my truck. I do too because yeah. it runs I do better. A I had lot too. Well, you get I'm that, going. You on got like, the Ford ping gone with super. That yeah, Ford like I still, ping, I still got the you Ford still ping, get the ping yeah. really, but it's I mean, my like, Ranger doesn't ping at all with super. When I, well, and that's it's almost <clears> more of a like five, that five point seven liter Triton V eight ping. I mean, like that. You guys are running super in your trucks. Either. Yeah, well, my truck runs I better with lot, super, yeah. man. Like I, uh, yeah. well, I'm and not I, I, I assume I think it was, but I, I think it was a don't co- fix it, if it ain't bro. No, because I'm going on like year three. I'm a little bit of brag. I'm gonna brag here. I'm going on year three with a check engine light on, <laughs> <laughs> and it would what it's it would do. It's not always the engine. Yeah, it's probably a it's dome user. light. It's exactly. a fucking dome light. <laughs> it's your glove box. That's light. on exactly. That's on too. You're like, oh, <laughs> do you? You must have lost your cigarette lighter. Yeah, check Tyler, the- in this aspect, you are more village than I am. I can only go about a year with that fucking thing so, on. 
No, my well, forerunner, go, I turn that fucker would, on, every light is on. But I'm it would, fla- it would flash. <laughs> but, like, there for a couple years, it would run fine in the winter, and then in the spring, like, you know, towing the boat and stuff, it would, like, just start dogging, and then the light would start flashing, and I'm like, oh, shit, and then it would, like, stop flashing. <laughs> Tyler, I've and, fucking been spent so much time here trying to it's either like the fucking middle of like the night that's like the sun shining in the eyes, windshield wipers are going. Like I don't know, they just. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, or there's like pouring ra- down rain, and then he's like, I don't know, they don't work anymore. <laughs> they only work when they want to work. The sun's out, and the fucking windshield wipers never work. <laughs> You know, and like no. six or seven years ago, Tyler's entire truck would be full of fucking Carl's Jr. bags. <laughs> <laughs> Not like one or two. <laughs> yeah, I'd get in there and be like, you yeah. fucking ever, like, drop this shit off Not at the dump? changed. It's, <laughs> no. But it's not Carl's Jr. shit anymore. Yeah. It's like Heather's choice. Fucking kids fucking bad shit, yeah. you know? God damn I do yeah. know enough now to jump in Tyler's truck just like, Grab shit off the floor in the seat, throw it in the back, and like not even ask questions. I just like move shit out of the way into my kneading and fucking like, oh, we're good, let's go. Yeah, yeah I know. I that, found Doritos from like last year under my kids' car seats that I moved from my truck to the That's nothing. No, but no. so my mild truck, well, in the windshield, I ended up replacing the seat, which is supposed to. I'm just fighting a losing battle. Oh, you are. You're <laughs> fucked. At this point in time, you're as well be like, yep, right. it's fucked up. Doesn't oh, it matter. Is. So, Let's get back to fucking high-test fuel. My kid, <laughs> my, kid, my daughter, my three-year-old daughter calls it the garbage trucks. <laughs> That's epic. <laughs> so, so you take to the transfer site or something? Uh, or what? It's just yeah. because it's it's not as nice as her mom's truck. <laughs> So anyway, I love that. Do you mean Faith doesn't have piles of shit on the floor on her truck? No. (laughs) So I I I put an empty water bottle in the floor of Erica's vehicle when I finished drinking it. She's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" (laughs) Tyler in his prime, his truck could rival John's truck on on like you think so? Oh, John roll. A lot of Dude, shit on I the fu- floor. I found a fucking entire box of um, uh, Cheez-Its one time emptied on the back, and they were fucking everywhere. <laughs> and then, then you know, they were, like, you know, piled with, like, sweaters and shit on top of that, and then, like, stuff that you wanted on top of that, you know. Oh, You're man. Like, where the hell did my rifle go? So we went to the oh, fucking... shit. Under yeah. the Cheez-Its. <laughs> I, I've got pictures one time. We went to the transfer site. The shit that we pulled out of that fucking back seat were just unbelievable. Your, your truck... When I remember you in your prime, Tyler. <laughs> My prime. Could, I'm a has been. You know? <laughs> <laughs> has been. I don't know. I don't know order. the st- uh, status of your your interior. It's not at the good. moment. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say we could mobilize right now for a second and go outside and be like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> Golly, Spectate. I get mad if I got like one piece of trash in my truck. Like I had. Uh, I had two coffee cups that Steph and I got uh, maybe like a month ago. We went and went fishing, and then we got two coffees, and I left them in there. But then I didn't drive that truck for you know two or three weeks or whatever after that. But I'd go out and start it every three or four days, and I'd look at those two coffee cups and I'm like, "Fuck, 
I got a hub. Anyway, like, you know, at least start they're tw- frozen. Uh, yeah, they were frozen. <laughs> yeah. I started twitching. So the other day I needed that truck, so I turned it on, and I fucking looked at him like, fuck it. The garbage can's like fucking 20 feet away. <laughs> and instead, I just chucked them out the window or in my driveway. You know, I'll find them in spring. Get them in the spring. <laughs> They'll melt out. I've got a pair of hubs in my Equinox <laughs> from when shit. I redid the hubs on my 24-foot boat trailer. Oh, my God. Been there because... I might need something that heavy sometimes. Jesus Christ. I should just throw them out. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, if there's one thing you can say about me, it's not that I I I might I'm <laughs> secure in my in my image. I don't need to drive Well that holy truck, shit. the mechanical I mean it it's been Oh the first time great. I ever got in your truck, I was like, Holy fuck, dude. This dude. is something else. But I never said anything. I was like I don't know. Maybe some, something happened. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm like, maybe a bomb you know, went I'm always like, here. well, whatever. Not a single like, one of I us I got to drive. know Tyler, and I was like, well, whatever. It's just cool. Fuck it, whatever. So now I'm just like, flat shit out. Like, <laughs> throw it in the back over the back of the seat. I'm like, you don't care. I don't care. What's the difference? Not a single one of us drive fucking brand new fancy ass oh, trucks. Hell so no. we're like... I'd rather spend my money elsewhere. I like a paid-off truck, done, gone. Yeah, well, that's what that would like as far as mechanically no, speak. Can't speak to my slobbery, <laughs> but we run. We mechanic- drive trucks that run. Mechanical my truck speaking, runs. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's just of it. Course. I keep my truck maintained. You got, a, you got a brand new first edition '84 Ford Ranger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> first edition. Or, yeah, first edition. Right? It's pretty clean in there too. It's not bad. I mean, you can no, freaking you, yours like, is look. A, there's a 99, right? I think it's the same year as my. Is it 99? Yeah, my truck. Nope. Although yeah, I'm not her. responsible for the da- the the external damage on that truck. That was not. that would. But uh, I'm responsible for all the damage on my <laughs> truck because I drove that fucker off the lot in 99 <laughs> with 26 miles on it. Same with mine. So everything that's wrong yes. with that? Well, mine too. There's stories that I won't tell on here that <laughs> are partially my fault. But you've had yours way longer than that, I've had. That I, thing is legit. I plan to keep mine forever, though. And that thing will keep okay. on running. I mean, I changed the oil and. Well, that's the thing is, I, broken is and we bought that. We bought this <clears throat> truck um, for my wife, but eight years ago at a rummage sale, we took advantage sale. of an old mm-hmm. man. They're like, well, if was, you buy no. this, we'll give you this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was a. Well, it was one of those comes like, with from, a trailer with small tires. <laughs> <and> <laughs> only one of the tires is flat. <laughs> Only one of them. Anyway, aside, aside from like normal maintenance, I think I bought it. We bought I bought it for like four thousand bucks, and then put another three thousand or so, just took it to the mechanic. And I'm like, all right, go through this whole thing. And then, I mean, aside from regular maintenance, I think I've got like seventy five hundred bucks into it Perfect. for mm-hmm. eight nine years. I'm like, I yeah. don't give a shit. I'm gonna exactly. drive it till drive it till it just quits and then if i need to buy and you know yeah you hope when one. the quitting point is not like on the hall road you not on a hunting somewhere trip. fucked up yeah you exactly. haven't had the red truck for eight or nine years we've had yeah we've had that one since um no i think since 2014 maybe not eight or nine but like 2014 i think is when we bought it you were in i would my wife was driving it though i was no driving a company you company had a car back in those your days. wife had a car for a little bit yeah, and we got rid of that thing and bought and the truck. And then you're driving the company it. truck. Yeah. 
And then you brought you then you bought the red truck to replace the, the car. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seven years. Yeah. Still a lot for seventy five hundred yeah, bucks. Yeah. Seven hundred bucks a year or whatever the fuck it is. That's just fine. My wife made ninety nine. Twenty six miles off the lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a long time. That's yeah. a long time. That is a long time. That's twenty three years now. Twenty two years. Fucking just like man, I'll do donuts around you. <laughs> <laughs> really, I won't. I'll be like, oh shit, you got chains. <laughs> I got four sets of chains. Right no, here, right. man. not having a, a vehicle payment, man. It fucking opens up a lot of oh, doors. Oh man, it's yeah. like, geez, I don't have to worry about five hundred dollars a month. Some uh-huh. of, the, some of those newer more. trucks, fifty, sixty thousand dollars. You could buy a I've, house in Alabama for that. I've been like a fucking house, couple of different a times, and I'm like, for that. I want to get a new truck, and I go and look at the, pro- and I'm like, Fuck. no, maybe I don't want a new truck. Want, I was end you up like, want, you don't need. Buying, exactly. This is why I'm still driving a 99 yeah. Ford Ranger. My wife, a few months <clears> back, reason. made some noise because my truck is, it was a beautiful truck when I got it. And now it's not. <clears throat> she was like, you know, maybe maybe we could get you a new truck. Why the fuck would you want to get me a new truck? I don't want to. Br- like, I do. Could I don't. You get me a new sailboat. I don't want a brand new truck. <laughs> don't fucking bring the a sailboat. sailboat. I was payments. almost over the sailboat, Frank. I was almost over the sailboat. <laughs> Vehicle payments are the freaking bane of man's existence, yeah. man. I'm yeah, telling you don't right do now. it nowadays. Don't do it. It's terrible. You know what's no, worse? Even though, student if I, loans. And if student loans are worse, don't do it. Well, Biden's going to forgive student loans, but he's not going to forgive. Yeah, fucking because you're so, if you're so privileged. <laughs> any a good time to go to college? If you're there has so, ever been a good time, you're now so is the privileged time. that you could go to college. We're going to forgive your debt. I paid mine off too soon, I guess. Yeah, you did. But they uh, no, and even if I if I'm going to go into debt to finance a truck, like I'm going to get one that's not new. Oh, I'm getting. Course, a, yeah. I'm gonna get a fucking huge one. Like the <laughs> yeah. biggest, like going onto the lot, I'm gonna be like, "What's the biggest one you got? <laughs> the biggest, tallest and one? You I got. need Could a you, ladder to I get need into you it. To add Wi-Fi and the biggest tires <laughs> and the biggest rims. And do you have those rims that spin? <laughs> when you're done with the rims, I need a hat that says. Ford that's flat. And it's flat, flat, yeah, brim, flat and brim. Flat brim, by God, flat brim. And a track suit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. oh, man. Too much good shit. Oh, yeah. Not vehicles, I don't know. To me, they are what they are. And uh, I just needed to go from here to there and sometimes pull a boat and a load of firewood. Oh. Well said. And an RV that my wife got last year. And pull the RV. Yeah. She's pretty happy with the RV. It's not finished. I gotta. You put gotta, a lot of work into that, getting that thing spruced up. I did, and I'm not done I either. I honestly don't know that I could do a um, new vehicle. I don't like uh, the. I don't uh, want a new vehicle. Uh, uh, I feel like I'm breaking something all the time because I'm. Yeah. T- I'm kind of rough on uh-huh. like most everything that I have, and most everything that I have is used, and the whole yeah. The entire like, like I new could see, vehicle. I could see a good like a good condition used Four vehicle that's not the, that's not the flashy model. No, like the truck we got for my wife is too like 
it's not new. I mean, it's almost 10 years old, but it's, you know, fairly low miles in it. But it's even as it is, it's too nice a truck for me. Yeah. Erica once, she said, I, I can't remember exactly what she said, but she was talking about how nice my my truck looked when I first got it and to what it looks like now. She's... You haul fuel and water with your I rig, haul, though. I haul water. I haul fuel. Yeah. I... I, there are just some things that I I cannot I cannot stomach paying for. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna haul my own fuel and my own water, cut my firewood out of the forest. I just we're yeah. trying to figure out here how to. She's always had her fuel hauled and mm-hmm. and um, water hauled, mm-hmm. and I have like I've always hauled my own right. water and cut my own wood. But now, like, here, this garage slash clinic, I guess, <laughs> you guys like to call it, um, it, it runs on fuel yeah. with a floor heat. Um, so the whole what thing the? takes... Nick just walked back in and he's covered in, in head to toe. You, you may ask why <laughs> I'm covered in snow. And that's because... I've been pissing all night right in front of one of Frank's trail cameras. <laughs> it doesn't, that thing is like so dead on batteries. I can't walk over there. Wow, I just did. <laughs> Holy And grab the chip because I've taken four or five pisses. <laughs> and then and this one I realized like, Jesus Christ, I'm fucking pissing right in front of this trail camera. That thing's been dead for so fucking long. Like all winter. Well, I should have just grabbed it, the whole thing then. You should have. Let me have the chip because I... Yeah. Well, I mean, no. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> you just waded through that snow? Dude, the first time I took a piss there, I'm like, I don't see... I'm like, I'm sure Frank's got a camera God. somewhere. Here, let me, let me have the chip. Throw it... Like, seriously, let me have that. Why? Because I got... We can plug it in on my phone And right we can now. look at my cock. No, I don't want to see your cock. I want to see that there's... Do you know what's very ironic about this chip? It's probably mine. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and you have one of mine. Oh, we swapped out so on a bear bait like yeah. three years ago. I'm fucking soaking <clears throat> wet. I'll tell you that, boys. Dude, <laughs> that, dude I shoveled all the snow off the top of the castle oh, I down know. there. I looked like a turtle for a second. Uh, you look like a fucking unreal. Like how how can that camera even see over the snowbank? It's perfect. It, was, it looked perfect. Oh my god! What the fuck were we talking about now? Who gives oh, a man. fuck? We need to end this. Yeah. So this is fucking over. Nick yep. is fucking soaked like up to his tits. That snowbank is literally like throat deep. No, it's okay. Oh, I was just man. like, shit, I better grab this he car. walking back in. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Covered up the bunny boot on his hoodie. And I walked over there like a month and a half ago. I plowed out and I walked over there and I was like, opened it up and I was like, oh, how many pictures is it taken? It didn't even like. 
Nothing even lit up, and I was like, slam the door shut, and I was like, fuck, hopefully nobody steals anything. <laughs> so we we still we still no. got to sometime talk about our worst successful hunts. Our worst successful hunts, whatever that means to each of you. Worst successful hunts? Yeah. I mean, you could just go with your worst hunt if you want, but... Should we talk about that now, or do we want to save that for another day? I think we've day? been four hours in. I'm ready... I, yeah. I mean, if you want to, sure, but I'm... No, I'm more no, interested yeah. in plugging that fucking card in. <laughs> yeah. Seeing what the dates are on there, Seeing like how, how far it went. I'm not, I mean, I'll let Nick look at it. I'm not looking You're to gonna fucking see like... You're going to fucking super hog. I didn't want your, I didn't want your <laughs> wife to see it. What? Like, I was worried more about, like, fucking getting scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing how cold Nick is. You're going to be like, fuck, there wasn't hardly any snow in November. <laughs> you're like, what's after that? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Got to get out my times tables. <laughs> but uh, all right. Well, we'll wrap her up. Any closing mm-hmm. thoughts? Next time. Yeah, closing thoughts. Uh, talk worst to the Successful bear. hunt coming up next round. Yeah. And, and, and talk to the bear. Say talk hi. Talk to bear. the bears. Don't be stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to submit a proposal, Yeah, I think yeah. Go go to fishing fishing games website, board game, and they have the deadlines and like forms you can fill out for proposals, whatever. Um, Yeah, and if you uh, and when the time comes, I think they'll announce like because they have like I don't know if they're going to be in person, you know, but they'll allow some form of like commentary on the different proposals. So Mm -hmm. you know, look through look through them, and if you see stuff you support, um, give them some comments. And we still got tickets left for the ABA mountain goat hunt, which we were hoping to draw at the end of April. And then our Alaska Bowhunter Association banquet is the 24th of April. Gotcha. And we got tickets left for that, too. Bam. Awesome. I need to, like, start a club of my own. (laughs) Oh, and come over and... uh... And and flood representative Joe Josephson's email with pro-trapping, pro-consumptive thoughts all right good night good night (laughs) thanks everybody for listening